Welcome to the C Word, the Conservatives podcast. Today, we're visiting the Isle of Man in our road trip special. I'm Jenny Mathiasen, an objects conservative based in Kenmarthenshire. And I'm Chloe Ramsey, an objects conservative from Manchester. next to a giant Tesco vehicle yeah so we're done we're parked we've been ferried onto the ferry we're in the underbelly we're in the underbelly I don't know it feels like we're in the belly of the beast you know it's full yeah. of cars yeah it is mechanical I'm just gonna open the, this exactly. is what it sounds like outside nice. let's go and um yeah I don't know find a deck or something yeah let's figure out how to like so we just climbed the stairs we were on deck three, now we're on deck seven. Yeah, we're deck seven. out of breath. Out of breath, because there's just any amount of, any, any amount, amount of exercise. Any exercise. Uh, so we've, deck seven, Ocean Avenue Shop, whatever that means. Ooh, tap. Um, I mean, tap. It does, doesn't it? Passenger reception desk, children's area. Oh, can we go play? <laughs> just leave you in there. Coast to coast. Coast Cafe. to coast. Mm, toilets. Have to know. Dogs lounge. Can we just hang out with the dogs? Yes, let's do that. I didn't know that you could put dogs on here. Oh. What are we doing? We're gonna eat waffles on a ferry. Going on an adventure. We're going on an adventure. It's a waffles. good time. It's a good time. Very so good time. So we found ourselves well, the top on deck. the top top deck. The top observation deck. Top, ooh, observation deck. So we got in and it was instant. This is the most romantic getaway. <laughs> yep. They've already fired up the hot tub for us. Oh, it's so adorable. There's twinkly fairy lights. There's a bit of solar power. There's a kettle on a gas hob, obviously, because there's no electricity. It's blissful. I can hear the little the little waterfall outside. There's ducks everywhere. Oh, it's so nice. It's so nice. And so what we're doing now is we are planning our weekend because we didn't do any sort of thing along those lines before no. we travelled, apart from to ask our tomorrow hosts, Chris and Emma of the Manx Heritage, what they thought would be really good. So... Chris very kindly sent us quite a comprehensive list, yeah, actually. Really it good. Was. It was good. Yeah, covering the whole island and some like top things to see. A lot of it's scenery, actually, so I think it'd be nice to see that. Yeah. So we don't know uh, how long we'll be with the Manx Heritage people, because obviously they're at work. There's <laughs> yeah. only so much of that time, <laughs> uh, their time that we can take. So we're thinking we'll head up to the Peel side tomorrow, so Friday afternoon. Um, see stuff there and have something have nice dinner out there we're thinking fish and chips because it's it's all very fish and chippy isn't it i mean um, it's an island i mean i love that we were we were coming in and and you saw a fisheries boat and you were like we're eating fish and chips well yeah (laughs) the connection was instant (laughs) 
basically everything's a seaside, isn't it? Yeah. Everything's seaside. Yeah. Uh, we thought, I thought. <laughs> I really enjoy your travel planner. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> we want to see things. Yeah. And I was thinking, so if we're doing like three, it's three places basically on three days, isn't it? So if we try and do a tasty food yes. and a pretty scenery yes. and a heritage site. Every day. On each of those yeah. three days. And we have nailed it. We've nailed it. And yeah. we also have something to tell our lovely listeners about what it's like on the Isle of Man yes. to visit. I like that. Yeah. We are not sponsored by the Isle of Man Tourist Board, although... That would be lucrative, <laughs> wouldn't it? That would be great, but we're not. <laughs> on the menu this morning is fried eggs and bread. <laughs> Fried egg sandwiches. On the morning this morning is fried egg sandwiches. <laughs> and listen to this. <laughs> did you sleep well? I did, thank you. Yes. I slept very well as well. I'm a light sleeper, so I woke up to the animals on the roof and the rain. But you were, you were dead to the world. Dead to the world next to me. Accurate. It was beautiful. I think we're done already. Yeah. Let's take this to oh, yes, the outside. Good. Let them cool down a little bit. Oh. I assume we're in the right place. I mean, it's a very magnificent building that we're in front of. Yeah. It's a brick building with, like, uh, I mean, I, I guess it's just moulded concrete or something, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. it's an intriguing sort of ancient-looking carvings, and I'm really enjoying it. Oh, Manx Museum. We've seen a sign. Oh, yes. Excellent entrance this way. Oh, we're even going in the right direction. That is certainly something. We're straight into the National Art Gallery. There are a lot of people. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate it's an art. Motorbike I appreciate an art gallery that immediately has motorbikes. I need to tell my motorbike obsessed friends about this. I don't know, I'm just intrigued by this. The ceramics. Also, great tash. Self portrait of John Holland. I don't know who any of these people are. No. Oh, I like that. Chloe has found a painting with skulls on it, so she's immediately intrigued. Such a golf. Such a golf. So these are all self-portraits. Face-to-face. It's more the idea that it's local people's portraits, which is nice. Mm -hmm. So it's a mixture of photos and paintings and ceramics Uh, and some intriguing modern pieces. The miniatures as well. Oh, they are, aren't they? Let's let's keep going because we need to get some beauty done. So we're just waiting for them right now. Yeah, yeah, it's right. We did the calling thing and uh, they're AWOL. <laughs> <laughs> they're probably looking for us, honestly. Um, oh, giant drawing of a skeleton a tortoise turtle. It's amazing. Yeah. Also, immediately spotting monitoring equipment because I'm like that. Good old light monitoring loggers. Yes, 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 you do. I'm going to continue over in this corner, away from the interactive that's talking. Oh, what a fantastic map. Look at this painted map of the island. Jubilee map from 1935. Oh, context. Oh, yeah. Shall we move on? Oh, it's quilt. It is a quilt. We do love a quilt. Style pieced patchwork quilt. Oh, we 
do love a quilt. As someone who's just marveled at Welsh quilts, I'm like, wow, this is cool. Nice. Seascapes. More motorbikes. I think we're now into a different gallery. Yeah. The Exploratorium. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> this is an interactive gallery, clearly. Largely aimed at kids, but you know. <laughs> I think that's, this is like aimed a little bit at kids and families, but it's super cute and enjoyable for all ages. Next, we're into geology. There's a magnificent skeleton. Oh, can you please take a photo of that? Yes. I know that I'm asking you with a low phone battery, but I have no hands. Megaloceros giganteus. It's so beautiful. Yes. Do you want one with me next to it for scale? Yes, please. Jenny for scale. Jenny for scale. <laughs> <laughs> and also there's a little logger hidden up there. I really enjoy that it's hidden up there. I'm really, really enjoying that the wall is like protruding shelves that look like uh, geological strata. I really enjoy it. Yeah. It isn't full of geological samples. It just has some metal sort of eye level. It's a really pleasing design. Also, there's some photos um, of mountains <gasps> yes. serving there is. Oh, That's so cool. There's a lot of cotton tape. I love seeing love conservation on display. Skeleton removed from display in 2015 for conservation. After amazing cleaning. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice indeed. I think we're now in the cabinet of curiosities, which seems to be slightly under construction. Curious? Start your journey. Oh. Is this then the prehistoric archaeology section? This? Yes. So we're going into prehistoric archaeology. Yes, it is. Oh, the upper reference gallery is closed temporarily while lighting is being refurbished. Good on them. I wonder what kind of lighting they're yeah. using. Yeah, uh, good sign as well, explaining clearly why things are being done. Oh, this is nice. So we've got a um, Patrick sword fragments. So there's literally two fragments and maybe only twenty centimeters of it. Yeah. And then next to it, on exactly the same mounting system, is a modern replica sword, which yeah. is really cool. Yeah, that's it a show, it's better. Than that's doing a it great film. way of visualizing yeah. that. That is fantastic. Oh, love a timeline. Love a timeline. Yeah. <laughs> You're a sucker for a timeline, aren't you? Such a sucker for a timeline. <laughs> In terms of local museum, local museums, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, histories of the area. Yeah. Um, there's often a the first people's gallery, but this is so rich. Yeah, this is really nice. It's also surprisingly cosy because yeah. I don't know how to describe the sort of how how the layout of this. Uh, yeah, it is a bit actually. Yeah, like there's a lot of wood. It feels, uh, it feels natural, even if the wood is just covering up maybe metal or something. I don't know, but like it feels cozy and mm-hmm. atmospheric, and it really works with the objects. More ceramics. Oh, standing stones. Celtic farmers, and it's sitting within a little. Um like a roundhouse structure. Oh yeah, there's Wooden actually with with wooden posts. And yeah, things. with actual sort of woven walls and stuff, and wooden posts. It's really nice. Again, good atmosphere. Yeah. And there are seats. I have to say this because there are seats that you can sit and take it in, and also mm-hmm. you can, you know, if for accessibility reasons, you can sit down and have a rest. That's yeah. such a good yeah. thing. So I was a bit concerned about the layout initially, like not a lot of room to maybe sit, but actually they've thought about it. There is dedicated sitting space. 
good stuff. There's a very angry looking horse in the next one. Oh, fantastic. So now we're going on to Vikings, and that is a very pissed off horse. Quite exciting. Okay, we've got models of Viking boats. We've got a lot of like treasure hoard type displays. We've got swords. We've got, oh, we've got replica stone carvings. Oh, so many interactors in this one. They clearly know that kids do love their Vikings. There are great display screens, great models. I love models. Models are so good for explaining things. People out there, take care of your models. Museum models are expensive to make. Look after them. They deserve to be conserved and treated like objects. And now we're in the medieval gallery. Oh, that is a mighty big stone pillar with a cross. There's a really giant awning above us, which is fascinating because it actually makes the room feel very different. Yeah. Oh, is, is there an architectural purpose to the awning? It does go into a sort of dome. I'm fascinated. Alright, so we've got a fair few bits of bling. This is a lot of sort of text panels, mm-hmm. relatively speaking. Compared to the other galleries, this is very text heavy. This is a man talking, we should not go in front of these people. Um, we'll go the other way around. I do like an interactive and I like a little film, but I yeah. rarely have the patience to actually sit down and watch it. Oh, I like them. oh good. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, this is a. Oh, it's a hat. The cap of William Christian. Oh. Um, uh, Ilium Doan. Ilium is a version of William. Very nice. Oh, I like um, it. This finely embroidered nightcap was believed to have belonged to William Christian. It be- bears a strong resemblance to the one worn in the only known portrait of him. Oh, oh amazing. And there's a um, dyed silk crepeline overlay. And this is this has been very well looked after. I'm very impressed. Uh, next. Oh, we are entering social history, I think. Yes. Uh, that's a cute Cap, sorry. Aww. It's a very strange shape to me. It is. It's very unusual. It's a Bishop Wilson's cap. It sort of looks, for me, from my point of view, it looks like one of those tetra pack things that you have to pull in different directions to open. I don't know if anyone had used boxes like that when they were lit, or probably not. Oh, folklore! Oh, good, they're numbers. I really freaked out. Although that is definitely a moth of some description, is it not? Oh, shit. Oh, God. White-shouldered clothes moth. Trust conservators to immediately notice if there's something wrong in a case. But I don't see any... There's, like, it's, there's cotton. Hello! <laughs> Hello! <laughs> We're enjoying your work! There's a white-shouldered clothes moth in there. Yeah, that's not all. Really? I try not to look in here. Oh, sh**. <laughs> <laughs> anything else, there's her. Oh, Oh, I hadn't even looked there. Nan Wade. She doesn't uh, look away, does she? That's intense. She's trying to entice me in here. So in, intense. Intense. <laughs> intense eye contact. Hello. <laughs> We've been standing outside thinking, what if they turn up? And then thinking, this is Sorry. strange. And then, and then it turns out you're already here. Yeah. So we got the... Um, the nice man on the front desk to, to, to ring for you. I was in the toilet, so I missed this call. Um, I didn't notice. And then we were waiting in the car park. Oh, oh bless sorry. you. Sorry. <laughs> I, did, I did literally make the joke of I'm sure they are literally just standing somewhere where we should have been. 
And we're just wandering around the museum for a bit. No, 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 sure, there's no such thing. <laughs> what? I don't want you to stand in here. This is the worst why? gallery in the entire freaking why? 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 Okay, why well, do you not like it? For, well, first of all, it's got, look, foodstuffs. Oh, it's no, that's so amazing. It's Does got, it? Yeah. yeah, okay. It's, it's, it looks very folklore because it's got the, mm. the concertina pleated backdrop and the gathering and everything, but of course yeah. the gathering means that it's just... Heidi Holes, the best. <laughs> no, it's, just this. it's an effective look, but I can it's see how it causes problems. So there are some, that, if you've had it, this yeah. experience, do you, have you ever worked in collections before, like permanently, yeah. or possibly yet? You walk through and you think, I see that, I can see that out of the corner of my eye. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what, I'm just going to walk in this direction because so I can see this. there's a lot of pain in that, and this is, this is the mother load right here. Uh, Never before I came here did anybody ever measure the light pollution in here, but it's 25,000 lux falling on that jobby there. Oh. Um, uh, quite regularly. And so I, I look at the gallery like this and I think, okay, look, everything in this gallery is shot to hell anyway. Mm. So I enjoy it while it lasts. Taken out. Yeah. Or I could just say, do you know what? I think the next project will be the social history gallery. Ooh. So now we're talking natural history. We've got actually, uh, we've got um, we've got striped dolphin that was that tragically died. Um, he, he was in a manure pile for was about two years. Anyway, Laura's taken out the bones, and we're going to articulate it. Neither of us have ever done this before, but we're going to we're going to articulate the, the um, striped That's dolphin. That's exciting. And I'm, I've got... Um, that is some, very exciting. We've been trying various chemicals and lasers and things to see if we can remove the last of the... Yeah, if you can properly clean the, it, yeah. Gag. Yeah. Gag. Yeah. yeah. Organic matter. Organic matter. <laughs> and actually we've settled on the traditional, let's all give it a big bath of hydrogen peroxide. Anyway, he's, yeah, he's, gonna, he's going up there. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, wow. And it's a very impressive... Uh, the whale... Yeah. Yeah. It's just like a locally found whale, yeah, or washed up in. Um, oh wow. Area, I think, or I don't quite know But I know that they did. They brought it on an agricultural vehicle through to Douglas with great ceremony. Oh my had god. To close their doors and windows. Oh, I bet they did because this wow. will have stunk to high heaven. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I remember the guy once from Shepherd's actually. He said, "On the island, you knew when a whale had washed up." before you actually saw it. Yeah. Wow. It, of course, yeah, yeah. Because they contain an awful lot, if you think about <laughs> yeah, it. They are big creatures, so it, that yeah. really they go off like nothing else. What amazes me about these creatures is the quantity of oil that comes out of bones for ages and ages I've heard that, ages. yeah, that oh, it takes it takes a very long time. Oh, yeah. wow. And really, the manure thing is the mm. only cure for it. Did you, did you just bury it in manure? So we took we took some bones out um, yeah, it's after really common. about 18 months or, mm. or a year. And they weren't even, they weren't finished. They were still wow. leaching. I've got them in my room. I can show you them. If you... <laughs> <laughs> Emma's standing there thinking, paper's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I love my textiles. Why am I here? And I'm like, yes, show me. Show me the gunky bones. <laughs> uh, we have very different approaches to conservation sometimes. <laughs> well, we do. But what can we do? Oh. Okay, should we? Let's... I think. Oh, that's the most character. Chloe has made friends with a taxidermy cat. <laughs> yes, the Manx cat with no tail. Yeah, I, I am aware of the I of knew the breed. The breed, but I didn't, I didn't make the connection. 
They were, he actually, he looks a little bit anxious in the way that he's mounted. He's a he's yeah. old mount. Uh, we, but you do see them, don't you? You do. You do see both cats. You see cats mm. with tails as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they do suffer with spinal issues because it's a genetic deformation. Mm. Oh, gotcha. I see, yeah. Oh. So they're not very well. Yeah. Yeah. Give him a couple of them, give him some dreamies, he looks a bit stressed out. Jump off and land on it. Yeah, possibly needs just a little bit of it. You're in charge of the whole island's heritage, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. In that narrow regard, yeah. Right. The thing that I found most difficult, maybe, I don't know if it affects you quite as much, but the the integrated nature of our service here is, is very peculiar. So we are the National Museum, we're also we embody the functions of English heritage and historic England, the National Trust, English nature, if you were in England. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we do you those, have to be all those all of bits. Those things. Yeah. The only things that we don't superintend are the intangible aspects of, of the Manx heritage. Music, okay. dance. Okay. Yeah. And there's another organisation, Culture Family, that is uh, that was set up to fill that gap. And oh, okay. So poetry, music. Dance. At least that means that you don't have to also do all of those things, because it already sounds like you're doing a lot. And language, of course. Yes. Language oh. language is a peculiar and yeah. special thing. Yeah. I mean, this really puts into perspective uh, why the social history galleries are way down on the to-do list. <laughs> 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 really. There's only two of us. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is the temporary gallery. Something up for tea because it was the TT. Yes, we saw a lot of motorcycles come off the ferry when yeah. they obviously were as we waited to board. Yeah, so many. Yeah. So this went in a little bit last minute to fill a gap because they're doing work downstairs on a new TT gallery, which oh yes, supposed to have started. Yeah. For the visitors. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so now we're in your territory properly. Yes. This is your domain. Oh, it's so spacious. It's a lovely space. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But now it's behind the scenes. Sneaking around. Hello. Hello. Oh, oh, oh. This way, this way. So this it's like a warm back here. Yeah. This is a house. It used to be. Oh, I see. House. It's mostly offices back here. Yeah. Our studio is downstairs. The tea room is here. Oh. Um, Great stained glass door. Yeah, there's some really nice features. Yeah, I like they've retained some features, which is always nice. I don't notice them all that often because no one knows you every day, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? This is our observation <gasps> studio. Oh, it's downstairs. At the bottom of some very precarious stairs. I mean, I can see some issues. <laughs> so everything has to come down. Yeah, I had the same wow. thing. Wow! <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Been done up gradually before I came, so I've been here now since 2019. So this is our kind of communal bit. Yeah. Computers. Then I've got a room there. Nice. This has got a room there. Nice. We've got a little store. Okay, kettle time. We'll continue having a snoop around in a bit. <laughs>
how do you feel like climate change is affecting where you're mm. Well, your for the most part, your buildings. for the most part, the museums are on. I mean, the island's just a sort of pimple in the sea, isn't it? Yeah. So it's, it's you not, must be battered, right? It's not an accident that there's a mountain in the middle of it, because mm-hmm. that's exactly yeah, what it yeah, is. Yeah. Here we're um, uh, 50 meters from the sea. And so things would have to get pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's good. That's good. But yeah, we do have um, down in Castletown, as you'll see, it's the former capital of the Iron Man, and it's a little, mm. uh, now that you see it's sort of medieval and 18th century town around the harbour. Mm-hmm. So in 2014, we had massive high tide and storm surge, which was big disaster. And the historic yacht that I was talking about was submerged oh my God. Uh, in seawater. Plans were already in train then, to, to quite advanced plans for getting the boat out of where it was. Uh, okay. Because in 2015 we were predicted a 100-year high tide. Oh, great. And so I used that oh, as a stick to beat the organisation. Yeah, well, that's Laxey yeah. got washed away and, and, a, and oh, um, yeah, Lower Laxey and a bus got, bus got yeah. washed into the river. Oh my God. Um, because the storms are getting more extreme. Yeah. yeah, no, that's what I'm thinking, right? But those are the only two, with respect to the heritage that we superintend, it's mm. really only castle towns affected. Mm. Okay, cool. Have you heard of the Laxey Wheel? Yeah, you a have? picture of it there. Yeah. Still or formerly the largest... I think it's still the largest. Still the largest pumping water wheel wow. in the world. Oh, Built wow. as a tourist attraction in the 1870s. <laughs> In the 1870s, yeah. uh, I think the 1870s. That's on our list of for Sunday. Yeah, it's Sunday. entirely scaffolded from top to bottom now. Because, Is it? Okay. Yes, because the because what you what you see there mm. runs. Um, so we're looking at a photograph of the Laxey wheel, and the Laxey wheel runs a series of chain link rods. And when I say rods, we're talking about tree trunk yep. sort of oh, things Jesus, yeah. running as a chain all the way up to the mine workings. And then those uh, go backwards and forwards like this, and they work a T-rocker, mm-hmm. which pumped out the mine. Uh, so underneath, in the collapsed mine workings, there's this incredible complex of 19th century uh, mine machinery and pumping works wow. that the public never get to see. And the, the, the Laxey wheel is, uh, it still works, oh, wow. but the T-rocker broke. Mm-hmm. So oh. one of the chain links broke, that was repaired at great expense. Now the T-rocker's broken, and we're talking access to that is only by Chinook helicopter. Oh, so, right. took, wow. so massive. Okay. So the whole the whole of the wheel is scaffolded because mm. we're taking the opportunity to restore the mm-hmm. That makes oh, sense, yeah. That hideous bombshell that hit us with the T-rocker breaking, mm. which is underground. Yeah, place. I was going to so say. We've had, we've had laser scans done of it, but it's fundamentally inaccessible. Yeah. That needs to be repaired and wow. has completely hold our ship under the water mm. because it's massively complicated and expensive. Yeah. And is it priority to fix that then? It needs yeah, to be because, working um, to be the fundamental... Actually, the Laxey Wheel is the most visited visitor attraction uh, oh. that we that we oh. superintend. We've got, wow. uh, how many is it? Is it 11 or 13 heritage sites and museums around the island, I think? And oh my god! Um, so we've got we've got little little regional museums like the, the the what we call the nautical museum down in Castletown, the medieval castle in Castletown, the old grammar school which is a little schoolroom in Castletown, the old house of keys in Castletown. House of keys is the parliament here, mm-hmm. which is a visitor attraction. Mm-hmm. In the north, we've got the Grove, which is a sort of um, a rural retreat farmhouse for for a, for a family of nineteenth century Liverpudlian ship owners. 
What else we got? House we got of Mananan. The House of Mananan, our visitor centre and orientation experience down in Peel. Mm-hmm. We've got the Peel Castle, of course, the mm-hmm. medieval castle on 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 the island there. Mm-hmm. In Peel, which is okay, absolutely yeah. beautiful, mm-hmm. with the cathedral, twelfth-century cathedral ruins inside it. Craigneach, our um, um, folk village. Oh yes, that's on our list yes, tomorrow. Yes, yeah, that one, yeah, Inhabited yeah. and run as a farm by people dressed in smocks and things, and the farm is run uh, along traditional lines mm-hmm. um, uh, with with horses and stuff. And, and then we've got things like the sound, which we've got our, our lands, like we have the nature reserves, like mm-hmm. the sound with this little cafe, and we've got the airs in the far north, haven't we? Uh-huh. Oh, and, and the currucks. The currucks are written, the, the, the home of the world's largest slug. Is it? Discovered about um, not so long ago, maybe 10 years ago, 15 years ago, the largest species of slug in the world. Oh, wow. The after the ice receded, after the ice age, the, the island man popped out of the sea. Mm-hmm. Like that. And so there are lots of false beaches on the Isle of Man mm-hmm. in the north. Oh. And then a big plain, and the Carux is in this plain, mm. sort of triangular bit at the top of the island. And there are um, lots of unusual species of animal there. Including? Including? Wallabies. Lots of wallabies. So if you, go, if you were to go to Sartfield... I, that's why I did see this in the email, and I went, what? <laughs> what? Well, there's a wildlife park. <laughs> there was a, just a random mention of wallabies, and I was like... Ah. Wallabies Is this autocorrect? Is this... In the high street, here. Yeah. Wild, loose wallabies. Mm. They escaped. <laughs> they escaped in the 60s or 70s or 80s? When was it? I don't know. I don't know. Was it that long ago? Anyway, they, bre- they bred like wallabies. And, and they they're... haven't been able to recapture them. No. no. Yeah, they bred like So if you go at dusk to Sartfield, there's a, <laughs> it's, it's a very beautiful wetland habitat. You can walk along the boardwalks. Yes. And you get to a hide, you can go up into the hide. And then if it's the right time of the evening, the wallabies come out. Amazing. And it's the strangest thing ever. So my, yeah, my work recently has been led by digitisation. It's been going on for quite a while in um, the archives side of things. Yeah. Which is really good because there's an, um, a website called the iMuseum which is linked to our database. So anything that's photographed with good quality images goes on that and it's accessible to anyone. And including newspapers at the moment, which is up to 1960. And I think it's still free, isn't it? They used to have to pay for access, but they made it free during lockdown. I think it's remained free. Ooh. So anyone can search Ironman newspapers up until 1960 online. And then Wendy, our archivist, has been going through a lot of the more image-based, and these aren't particularly like posters and maps and plans, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. to be digitised by a photographer. Is that sort of the it's next priority type mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, we're going into the paper studio. <laughs> Hello, paper oh, wow. studio. Oh, it's nice in here. Oh, this is so nice. It's got workbenches, it's got framed, uh, beautiful brushes, which I'm really enjoying. That's a little indulgence. I know that! <laughs> the drying rack storage of brushes and sieves. It's beautiful. And that's, that's extremely painful. It's beautiful. <laughs> I, I love it. It's everything I love. Oh. I know, it's beautiful. It's the most Instagrammable thing. I love oh. it. Oh, there's some great posters out on the workbench. Being flattened down gently. Yes, Uncreased. repairs and... Yeah infills and that kind of thing a lot of them have a lot of water damage and usually corners yeah eaten away corners are always going to be the tricky bit 
Also, I love there's a door in the corner which is covered in stickers and、uh, tickets and business cards. I'm trying to make sense of everything I'm seeing. You can barely see the door underneath all of the different stickers and. Other things that are on this door. So, It's amazing. This What's is, the story? This is going into the new TT gallery. Oh, the door from the Murray's Motorcycle Museum.、Right? Yes, yes. So、oh. when people would come to visit the museum, they would leave a sticker or a business card. Oh, cute. That、um, is amazing. There are four doors like this. Oh wow! Wow. Festooned with with stuff dating back to the 1960s. Whoa. <clears throat> And they're they're fantastic. What you what you can't see because it's、uh, because it's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, accurate. It's the it's just the, the the sheer number of different materials. You know, PVC stickers, yeah, gums. Yeah. Materially, these these doors are incredibly complicated. Staples,、uh, staples, drawing pins, nails. The you know. So there are double skin plywood doors, really, with a window in the middle.、Mm. Yeah, yeah.、Um, and so, well, what, what's um, what's uh, what's Charlotte? So I have a. Call her an intern. She's wants to. She's interested in paper conservation. She's be coming in one day a week. Oh, try it out. But she's she's really good. So she's been working on this. She surface cleaned it. And that's why she got. There was behind you, Chloe. There's these photographs, which were. Are they what's sort of missing on the door? Oh, they are very, very crispy. You don't really want photographs to be crispy, do you? No. So they've been pinned and stapled, and then they've torn, and then they've stapled. The tears. The tears back. Beautiful. So then that's all corroded. <laughs> yeah. Then it's the kind of this. Yes. Oh, that's another crispy one, isn't it? Oh, oh curly. Yeah. Yeah, curly yeah. crispy. So it's an interesting idea, isn't it? I mean, I mean, the crispy, the crispy crunchiness of them, and the curly, curly rustiness of them. Actually, you, it's not something you can efface or erase anyway. But how much do we wish to retain、mm, yeah. the kind of curled-up pattern of, of、um, the, decades of、yeah. um, exposure to sun and all that sort of stuff? Because in many ways, it's the it's the intentional it's intentional、mm. damage yeah, in some ways. Like the assumption was that we would that we would put them in the gallery without doing anything to them at all. But actually, as we know, as conservators, in order to give the impression of not having done anything at all, you have to do quite a lot. <laughs> Yeah,、um, leaving stickers and leaving marks and leaving cards and leaving graffiti is a thing the TT brings to the island.、Yeah. Mm-hmm. So、uh, we have motorcycles、uh, in the in the gallery on open display. And a couple of years ago,、um, Carl Fogarty's motorcycle got a couple of new stickers. We're like, what the hell is all that about? Because ooh, Carl Fogarty. Yeah. You、yeah, know, I'll stick my sticker on there. I've come all the way from Germany. I'm not going away without leaving some stickers. Yeah, of course. That's what this is like. You know, yeah, all、yeah. this stuff here. Yeah, interesting. And、um, it, they're they're incredible. I wish we could show all four of them. But we. I mean, that's almost not different from people、um, carving their names into rocks and stuff like that. Like, I will leave my mark on this yeah, yeah. in a really weird human way that I, we might not necessarily agree with, but it is very human. So does this mean that you, this will this be on open display or will it be? It will be. Behind a glass、yeah. sheet. 
I'm guessing the impulse to keep adding to it. Yeah. Well, yes, so, and just touch it because that. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if that's probably stuck on. You know, <laughs> I can sort of see people going. Oh, oh no, that came off. We had a banner with a stick. Have a banner with a sticker on it. And it was full on peeled off. Yeah. Yeah. We had to do quite a lot of conservation. Yeah, I found that documenting the documentation of this object as an object in its mm. three because it is a three dimensional yeah. object yeah. So with, with all of its curled up stickers and cards and things. I didn't really know what to do so I, we, we've recorded these in 3D as a preliminary gesture towards towards the documentation because oh, yeah. even just describing it is, I mean it takes yeah. pictures for sake mm. somewhat unrelated what is the bag above your head? Oh, oh, it's, 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 it's a scraping. It's quite a scraping. I hate this to show visitors. Uh, that's a great idea. I've got a very similar bag of scrapings. <laughs> so, like, the, uh, what, what it looks like when it's on the shelf is it looks like a large, transparent plastic bag full of autumn leaves of the same ah, colour. Yeah. So, my question was, what is in the bag? It's scrapings. That's amazing. That's that is a great. Backings, maybe. It was from a poster. Ah, oh, this is a great visual thing it's yeah I, I, it, well it's so good to have things like that that you can actually share with people may I take a photo of you with, your, with the bag <laughs> thank you thank you very much thank you so much I mean whilst I was doing it it was easy enough to show people yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought well if I'm trying to I do this with like that. swab jars if it's a particularly yes. filthy thing I just yeah like I just keep all of this like discarded swaps from the one thing and it's like you know how this doesn't look all that dramatically different well this is what came mm-hmm. off it and then people can sort of appreciate that oh I love this little box it's oh, cut, no, it's pre-cut so squares it's so organised oh, I have <laughs> <laughs> I, I use the well, same one but they're in little heaps okay okay we're going to leave we're going to leave Emma and Chloe to Bond <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to take you through here now because it's like a dog bed <laughs> Oh, I love so you've got your office in the middle, and yeah. then your two in your opposite worlds. away from each other with your workspaces. I love it. Like I love it. The workshop. I've, I've, re- I've been. I'm sorry. The first thing I saw was a mannequin with a pink I've been pink wig. And I haven't finished yet. But anyway, um, I've got no running water in the moment. The, uh, the sparkliest costume ever has been revealed to me, and I'm yeah. really enjoying oh, it. I see a sparkly costume. <gasps> It is so uh, sparkly. This is, this is the costume of the drag artist. I use those for belly dancing, they're uh, ISIS wings. <laughs> she's, known as, she's known as V de la Fierce, and she's a, a bit of an Ironman institution. Oh, nice. Uh, oh, man. So he's given us this uh, costume. We've got, uh, we're just doing um, a display about the experience of, of LGBTQ plus IA people on the Isle of Man, and I've got to come up with a, a, a mount. For, mm. this, for this costume, so that it can be suspended from the ceiling. What? Um, <laughs> I know, and I've got, I've got. When you, when you go, I've got one week to do this. So anyway, I've bought, I bought a heap of um, a foss shape. Yeah. I've never created a costume, a, a, a floating mount for 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 dresses, no. a foss shape. That's the first time I'm for really everything. I have to pull out all the stops of this. So that, that's good. You've got a core to work the foss shape around, though, because it's yeah, for the purpose of the listeners. It's it's sitting on a mannequin it's at the sitting moment. On a mannequin at the moment, yes. And then um, wow, I know it's it's quite because it's got all these. I'll just do this. <laughs> they are like teardrop sequins. Yeah, yeah, they're giant sequins. In the business, they're called, I believe, um, 
paletlets. The, the saving grace of this is um, that that I'm just mounting the dress in this instance. I'm not. The wig goes with it. Oh, that's perfect. The wig, which has sort of blasted polyester effect, pink, that's not going on the costume that's going to be displayed separately. Uh, I've got to make it look good enough that nobody nobody looks up and says, oh, what have they done to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It needs to look cared for, yeah. And then meanwhile, apart from Vida, we've got... um, We've got. Um, oh, it's a fantastic. Nicola voice. Toombs and I are working on um, some costume mounts for the TT Gallery. So it's a 1960s police jacket. Oh, look at those 1970s buttons. 1970s padded jacket belonging to Mick Grant and Motorcycle Rosa here. We're going to create padded, proper padded covered mounts for. Yeah. Zenzi's got some uh, 1930s, 1960s, and 1970s and 80s. No, 1970s and 2000s leathers. And. Most of those leathers are going to be mounted in dynamic poses on mannequins on the bikes with which they are associated. That is wow. amazing. The bikes will be leaning, um, so we've had to invent, oh. we've had to completely invent a way of mounting motorcycles so that they're raked. Yeah. Yeah. And we've had to, uh, we've Zenzi Tink has been working with um, Mike Penwolf, the man maker who, who works in the same building as ZTC, mm-hmm. to create um, a sort of hybrid skeleton mount, which can be because what you've got to do with these leathers, you have to put the mannequin in the leather, mm. in the in the leathers, and then pose bend the it, leathers, right? and, yeah. then, and then and then freeze the mannequin. Mm. Yeah. So he's invented these mannequins. It's absolutely genius. They have no hands uh, or feet. And you tighten the entire skeleton of the hands and feet, and it locks the thing. Wow. In, oh. And it's an absolute work of genius. So we'll be able, I mean, some of the poses, I'm going to do it, you won't be able to see this. But some <laughs> I of the will poses, describe. Some of the poses, like for the sidecar, Full passages, squat. are like that. You can imagine getting an yeah. historic costume into that pose. Yeah, I mean. Carl Fogarty, he would sit on the motorcycle. With his arms hanging out the yeah. side like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so if you can Very reproduce jaunty. that pose, yeah. Yeah. then, you know, so the, the, the mannequins, the, the mannequins, the skeletons mm. that we've got are articulated all through yeah. the body as well, so we can get a curvature of the spine. That's really oh, amazing. And we just couldn't, there wasn't an off-the-shelf way of doing this, and I'm no. not sure that anybody's tried to show historic leathers on the, bi- the bikes with which they're associated mm. in this way yeah. before. But it's really pushed us very, very far. But even just trying to get my head around how we were going to do this was, yeah. was horribly taxing. Meanwhile, the rest of the room, what have we got? <laughs> We've got uh, oh, a huge fume cabinet. Is yeah. that fume cabinet? It's enormous. Wash table as well? Oh, well, yes, it was. Yes, yes, my wow. fume cabinet. It is amazing. Mm-hmm. I covered it. Oh, I, d- I, d- I don't have one. And it's so wash my, wash, my wash sink, yes, I've just had that made. Nice. I tried to get one from. I asked Willard if they could supply me with one, <laughs> and they were going to charge me so much money that it would never happen. Oh yeah. So yeah, I had one. I had one built. Yeah. So cheaper. Yeah, it was two thousand quid. I've got I've got a variety of objects in here, but I, I'm. Can well, I lift whatever looks like? This is the this is the world's saltiest pot. <gasps> wow. Whoa. That has some issues. Now the Romans never came to the Isle of Man, but this is in fact a late Roman. Ceramic pot. It was in a box in the archaeology store, and I didn't know it was there. And Alison, the oh. Alison Fox, the archaeology curator, said, "Could you have a look at this?" Mm. And to describe this, not only is it in, in sort of two parts, but also 
sort of half of it looks like it has the ceramic version of ex- of extreme psoriasis. Um, oh, that is, that's why it's making me feel uncomfortable. It is not a happy pot. One of the very first objects donated to the museum Aww. was donated by the artist Archibald Knox, um, who was a designer for oh, Liberty and is very famous on the Isle of Man. You can think um, a Manx version of Charles Ray Mackintosh, perhaps. And... He donated this pot to the. To, it, it was given to him. It, it, so it's it's bung full of sea salt, really. And mm, I, I, that's yeah. the question. I'm, I'm just not sure whether to try to desalinate it or not, because how much so, of be, is it now? There's so much loss yeah. from yeah. that crumbly area that I just I, I just don't mm. think I can do it. And if I and if I consolidate it with with something clunky like B72, then I won't be able to desalinate it anyway. Or if I did try, yeah. it would be even worse. Mm. It would be an even worse disaster. So I'm not sure what to do right now. With that's it. a lot. It's been sitting, but I'm, I'm not under any pressure with an object like this, so that's been sitting there for about three months while I think about what I'm going to do next. I feel like this is not as messy as he thinks it is. It has a giant fume cupboard that I covered with all of my heart. It's got a little workbench with an excellent light over it. Very tool cabinets that look really badass in the corner. Um, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's got big angry eyes. I love it. This, this is great. It's, it's small and it's not suited for large objects. Uh, <laughs> it is beautifully different to Ellie's workspace. Um, we have a treasure legislation on the Isle of Man which now encompasses um, not just gold and silver but also any, uh, any uh, archaeological artefact and uh, I need to be careful what I say because I don't know the terms of the act. Alison Fox would be able to tell us. We've got fantastic, fantastic metal detectorists on the island who are bringing up um, archaeological axe heads and wow. swords. Uh, most recently, it's a fantastic Bronze Age sword that was found just a few years ago. <gasps> I get to clean these things oh, uh, wow. sometimes for identification, but also sometimes for display if they're mm. donated to us. Mm. The sword was just the absolute. I mean. Who wouldn't want to work on something like that? Treat. And the work that I do is extremely rudimentary because if it gets any more complicated than that, I would have recourse to my colleagues in archaeology. Mm. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. So we have these two two fantastic brooches that are on display. Did you see in the Viking Gallery? There's there's a... There's a lot of stuff in the Viking Gallery. There's a couple of brooches brooches for a cloak here. Pierced um, uh, copper alloy brooches with piercework silver wire and, and, and biting beasts and stuff like that. Fantastic. From a, from again, female burrows. Female burrows on the Isle of Man, big thing. Oh, interesting. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. And they came up in the last two years, mm-hmm. and, uh, and they were they were they were full of soil. And of course, the the, the possibility is that there may be textile in there from yeah. from, from the clock. Uh, I didn't. I I um, that was a bridge too far for me, and I mm-hmm. and I we arranged for them to go to Yat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your archaeological yes. trust, <laughs> and we work with a variety of contractors and that kind of work. But um, I mean, I could have done that work. Yeah, but I would have done that work, but it would have given me a nervous breakdown, taking me a very long time. Yeah, <laughs> you, got you, you got you got to balance it with everything else you have to do as well. <laughs> we were saying over tea and biscuits, weren't we? The the variation that yeah, you have, we've... Jenny, in your work of being un, of not having a specialism. And Chris, you've got a specialism of stone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, do but do everything. <laughs> and now you do absolutely, you do acrylic sequins and fast <laughs> shape and yeah. motorcycles and everything. <laughs> yeah, there are areas where I really, really struggle. Mm. Um, but for the most part, we just have to sort of bundle through, don't we? Do you know what that's, I mean? That's how it is. 
That's how it is. I mean, like over here, I've got some this. I quite like having a specialism to you. <laughs> with, uh, with oh, lovely, the two lovely, others are being smug in the room. <laughs> lovely Wesley Leek, our our, our oh, intern, intern who was with us um, from from uh, from Lincoln. Wesley and I took on the restoration of the 1914 Renault that we've got. It's currently the only car we've got, actually. But I have decided that I want to drive the 1914 Renault into the gallery for the for the um, for the 100 year. Another exhibition 100 years of the Max Museum. So it's 100 years this year of the Max Museum. So it's got to work for you to drive in. And we've had to restore the radiator, and we've had to, I've had to, I've had to make a. So you're also a mechanic. Then. No, but I, no, but you see, this is the thing, isn't it? You have to, you have, you have to just sort of chew on it. I'm guessing there's going to be a lot of public interest in that. Yeah, and that's one heck of a thing. That's one heck of a thing, isn't it? Yeah. Oh wow, that's wow. I was going to ask what the significance of the significance of the car was, yeah, and that does explain that. The doctor's car. Nice. Doctors had cars. Doctors. Before anybody else. Oh, okay. Because they had that, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so that's that's it, isn't it? Really, well, that is an <laughs> that is an excellent tour, guys. Thank you. <laughs> we just had our first little tour of the museum section and the conservation studios, and now we're going into the was it 1899 Market Hall, which is just off the marina, and it's a trendy cafe and bicycle shop. So we're going to talk now about uh, what we're going to do next. Basically, I think we're going to different sites. Chris is on his way after parking the car. Oh, Noah, it's called. Everyone looks very trendy. Oh, God, very trendy. So we're in, uh, we're in an industrial estate outside Douglas. Nice. And this unit is dedicated to the conservation of the boat only. Okay. And we bought the unit before it was built mm-hmm. on spec Ooh. because there was no suitable building to put the boat in, mm-hmm. boat yacht. And in 2015, uh, we extracted the boat from its home Mm-hmm. And bought this it here after the flood. After the flood, okay. But before the big flood, and bought it here, and then all of the superstructure you here that we're standing in front of. There's a partition with a roller shutter door in it, and an office upstairs with a computer and various other kinds of things in the kitchen and the toilet mm-hmm. for welfare. All of that was built after the boat was bought in here, and the boat sat there in a in a cl- in a box made of um, this insulation material, Kingspan. Mm-hmm. It's, it's stuff that you know that everybody thinks is the devil incarnate now because of grandfather and all that. And um, uh, uh. we uh, pumped cold, wet air into the boat, and it stayed like that for a further. I think it was about eighteen months. Mm-hmm. Wow! While well, this was all being built, and uh, then. Uh, we took the, took the sides off, and then, so when you go in, you'll see the boat without its box on it. Oh, oh this wow. is incredible. Oh no, this is amazing. So we're in a little kitchen, which is like a little viewing window. The boat, I love it. So the facility was built for um, the team of people that we were going to have working on the boat, but in fact, the team of people has consisted only of me. Apart from people um, running tours so that the public can see the boat. Yeah. I'm the only person that uses this building. Oh. Um, if I were to tell you that, um, to the best of my knowledge, there are only about five 18th century boats and ships that exist. Wow. This is absolutely a million times the best preserved of them all. I was going to say, this doesn't look like it's that old. This well, is insane. I mean, you can see on the back. But it has... 
if, you, if it's not obvious to you anyway, looking at this kind of thing, it has all of its original paint layers on it. Oh, look at including that. Including the decorator, Chanson. Oh, no, that's which so sweet. Which says, George... Uh, it? George Quayle. Yeah. Uh, nice. And then underneath that, if you squint, you can see that that is painted on top of the letters. Yeah. In gold, in gold on the green ground, here's the green ground. Mm-hmm. P... Oh. This is the boat that George Quayle built. He kept meticulous accounts, so we know where he bought the materials, where he bought the paint, what it was like to sail. He writes some accounts about, you know, about letters, this about boat. Light. That is he insane. He took it to Windermere. He raced it, and um, it was a speed freaks machine. So, in its original form, if you stand at the side, you have to imagine he converted it in 1802 to raise these the guns. But that was the original line of it, and he sailed that on the Irish Sea. It's really, really low. Oh, Jesus, yeah. And it had two masts. The masts survive, and there they are. Which is, um, again, completely extraordinary. They've got the original fittings. Oh, my God, they are completely... Lovely rope coits and things like that. It's uh, just an extraordinary, an extraordinary survival. That is amazing. I am obsessed with the little plastisote gentle mounts that are cut exactly in the shape of the hole. In this picture here, you can see a photograph in it. So one of the peculiar things is that George Quayle built a boathouse for it in 1789, and this is it. And when I joined the organisation, Peggy was still inside its boathouse. She still lived in her boathouse. And um, the only thing that had been done to it since since 1942, when it was given to the nation, was that it had been righted and they'd painted it and they'd replaced a few bits of timber. Mm. Um, when I when I joined, Matthew took me down and he said, oh, this boat was built in the 1780s. And, I, and we were looking at that and I was standing there and the tide came like that. And I, was, so I looked down and I was standing in a pool of water and my first thought was, if I could, the second week I'd joined Bank's National Heritage, that can't stay in there. And if it's really that old, and it obviously is, and you can see, if you've got an eye for it, that all of the paint layers are there. So all of the timbers are original. Mm. What an incredible thing. Mm. And it's in a pool of seawater. <laughs> can't, can't continue. So this is a rich boy racing car. It is. <laughs> Love it. He was, uh, he'd been, um, he was from a, a, a posh family. Yeah. He was the eldest son. And he'd been um, in banking, in finance. In, uh, he'd worked in Italy and in and in Turkey. And he came back came back to the island and started just sort of mucking about really. <laughs> Classic. Anyway, the, the conservation of this object has been that has been a long road. Because obviously the, the single greatest thing that I've done for the conservation of this object is to take it out of that cellar. Yeah. Yes. And start trying it out. Everything else after that is something romantic climate. All of the ideas that I'd had that I thought we were going to do I've had to reassess and accept. We've had an expert panel over here mm-hmm. we've talked about it. I had hoped to remove all the 1960s overpaint. I had hoped to remove all of the iron fixings and replace them with unoxidable ones. I'd hoped to do all of these things, but none of those things can happen for um, complicated technical reasons. Mm. So what we're now thinking of doing is uh, we're building a new facility for it in Castletown. Um, we have plans now to put the, put Peggy in that 
and then we'll also rig it. So I've been working with specialists in 18th century rigs, and then we've got a sail plan and rigging plan for it. So we're going to put the masts back in and create a suite of sails and rigging, and uh, it will be displayed as if sailing. Yes. And um, I'm I'm really excited about it. No, this is the funniest thing. Mini cannons? Yes. Oh, wow. oh, do they work? Holy cow, yeah. I mean, I've never tried them, but yeah, they're designed to work all right. Oh, so my they, God. So they've got mini cannons. So are, are they for firing or this? Are they yeah. for the, the. Yeah. Okay, can we just recognize the rich boy flair of not only <laughs> having a racing boat, but also yeah. deciding that he needs tiny cannons? Six. Six tiny <laughs> This is amazing. Did he go to battle with these? No, we're not drawing any ballistics analysis on boat. Is that it? Ah. Yes, it is. yes, that's it. So um, this is, um, this is, well, I'll read it to you. It's a document from 1793. Suffer the sailing boat called Peggy of Castletown, George Quay Esquire, Master Clench built, 24 feet 10 inches long, blah, 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 burden six and a half tons, armed with six small swivels and six fouling pieces. These are like, um, they've been shooting ducks and they've got kind of like a little blunderbuss and we've got some of them from Quail. This is amazing. Whereof George Quail Esquire, owner, intended to be employed for pleasure only, 1793, to path without let, hindrance, seizure or molestation provided it shall appear by certificate on the back thereof from the collector, controller or other proper officer of the customs that the said owner hath given the security by bond required by the Act of the 24th of His Majesty entitled an act for the more effectual prevention of smuggling in this kingdom oh. given under our hands in the seal of the office of the 19th day, June, year of our Lord, 1793 and then if you look at the original document um, you can see that George Quayle has gone down to the harbour office given Bundam 200 quid or whatever whatever it was and, and he's been given this with the seal and it's, you can see the fold marks on it we've actually got the tin that he kept it in on the boat because he carried it everywhere he went in case wow. he was accosted by the Royal Navy that's really cool isn't that amazing strange? so you've got basically the whole story that absolute whole that is amazing and the archive is we've got a big collection of papers that we generally call the Bridge House Papers because they, they, they were given that title and they were given to us. But that's all of the family letters and documents, George Quayle's account books, the, 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 the written accounts of sailing to Windermere and all this sort of stuff. It's absolutely nuts, isn't it? It is, yeah. Wow. It truly is. And anyway, yeah. and it sort of centres on this boat, really. Like the fact yes, that this is still here. I've often wondered why is it that this has survived. Yeah, it's partly because of the Isle of Man. Mm. When he's finished sailing it, for some reason or other, he puts it in the cellar mm. because he doesn't want to get rid of it because it's his cherished thing. Yeah, you know? that's his baby. <laughs> it's his baby. So around 1810, 1812, and we know that from paint analysis. He lays it up, and then it, and there it stays, and then it's immured. So there's a, they build a wall across the end of the boathouse, and so you couldn't get it out if you tried. And the house remains in the unbroken ownership of the Quail family right through until the Second World War, when the last of the Quails dies. Wow! And that's when we're given it. And so that level of neglect mm. is why we have this object. <laughs> that's why it is. But it's the sort of level of neglect that only the sort of gentry can. 
afford. Yeah. yeah. Because otherwise I've, you've I've got just to use your in. buildings and you've got to use your stuff and you've got to like re like take that part for firewood and it's like, whatever else. It's like it what did you do with your yacht? Bricked it in. Okay. Yeah, exactly into one of my buildings. I, I, I built it into the wall. Yeah. <laughs> There's all sorts of mythology about it. I've written I've written treatment proposals and reports and, and things for this that I read now and I think I don't know why I ever thought that would work. Yeah. But the thing is that you have to you have to be prepared to realise that you've changed your mind in conservation. Yeah. And you have to be open uh, in the gentlest way possible to realising that you were wrong. Yeah. Or being brought new evidence and realising that actually cut, we can't... Like, I wanted to repaint this boat. Never. I've never yeah. wanted... What I wanted to do was reveal the beautiful 19th century colours on it. Mm. And I had, once we'd had the paint analysis from Lincoln Conservation... The full one, I realised that I was just, I was just wrong. Yeah. And it couldn't, yeah. it couldn't work. And um, the same with the nail removal and all the other things that we've wanted. And it's been a, it's been a journey of a very slow and gradual discovery. The only, the, the thing that's taken all the time is not, is not this. This, this is, this bit's easy. Mm. Building a climate controlled facility in that intertidal zone mm-hmm. yeah. is way off the scale. I never would have guessed when I joined Max National Heritage that it would be a boat. If I had any inkling that it might be, I think I might have not taken the job. <laughs> but this is why it's better when things are slowly, uh, slowly broken to you. <laughs> yeah, you're broken to one other person. You slowly revealed the nature of the problem. Slowly yeah, revealed. An ignorance is bliss. You know, <laughs> We're in a storage unit. It is full of large-ish objects. There are metal shelves, shelving units, and yeah, big crates, and, and things on pallets. You know, it's if you've been in a museum store, this is pretty standard. Um, but if you've not been in a museum store, just think of it as beautiful storage. <laughs> Would you like to know what happens when you build a store? What you do is you say, we need a new store. You manage to get people to say, yeah, it's a good idea. They say, how much will it cost? They say, we need the building. They say, well, the trustees will pay for that. They say, we also need some pallet racking, we need a mezzanine, and we need a load of shelving, we need, we need a load of boxes. And they say, oh, God. <laughs> and they say, you do realise that the whole budget for this project is only, you know, £10.75. <laughs> so, yeah, but we can't do without that. And what you don't get is agreement to buy a, a fork lift. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, nuts. So, we so, have, so yeah, in order yeah. to get these pallets on uh, here, yeah. I had to beg, borrow one from opposite there. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But it's not the kind that I want. This store is not designed for a full-depth forklift. I have no. it. No. You need a narrow access forklift for mm. a store like this. Yeah. And I haven't yet managed to get the powers that be to agree to buy me one. Most places do not consider that they might actually need actual equipment to lift no. things and get the things places. Is that you've got loads of racking space left for large objects. Yes, yes. yes we have. It's so, wonderful. So this is um, this is the content of the old the old folk life gallery in the Manx Museum, which was built in 1938, and then and then Oof, taken down. Yeah. We are we're looking at spinning wheels and harrows and yeah. cartwheels and horse collars and and more spinning wheels, benches, <laughs> chairs and um, oh, presses. Yeah, I was going to say like a book press and, and um, a chopper for for beets, so animal feed chopper. Oh, and nice. then over here we've got some. Some carts. Yeah, so sitting got, under the mezzanine. Uh, sitting mm. under the mezzanine, we've got um, one of the. We've got um, oh. a loom here, which is actually um, 
a 19th century loom we know who used it and wow. where so that's quite amazing we've got lots of uh, presses and benches and winnowing machines and all the usual things that you would get in like a mid 20th century folklife mm-hmm. museum yeah here. Mm-hmm. and then up here uh, on the on, uh, looking on the mezzanine up there we've got all the small objects from that gallery candle holders and yeah you know, Mostly, mostly in nice boxes, by the looks of things. Yeah. Yeah. Most. Oh, they're all in nice boxes. Yes, or mostly at least. And um, those that those that can't fit in a box are not in a box. So this is a good example of uh, the kind of problems that you can get. Right. This came straight. Oh. The finish line. It was the winning TT outfit from 2019. This is an insane it's creation. It's covered in champagne and flies, and that is the way it's going to stay. Yeah. I have to try to. I have to try to keep it that way, even though it's going up and display. In the gallery. Well, it's because it's part of the object history, right? It is yes, the celebration. Absolutely. absolutely, but it will get dirty and then I'm going to have to clean it. How am I going to keep the rest of the crap on it? Ooh. Ah, so. Really thorough documentation. <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah. And the other thing is that this is a starter. And it stopped. So you remember the conversation we had about starters oh. and starters? This is one of the starters. Oh. Because. To maintain the engine unit, uh-huh. running it warm is the most obvious thing to do. Yeah. And the amount of wear involved in just running it warm mm. and then turning it off for another six months is really very minimal. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. running it is the mm-hmm. thing. This has got an electric starter, thank goodness. Some of them, like this one over here, doesn't have an electric starter. Yes, this is the chap here. So Chris wanders off to the other side of the store and lifts a wool blanket. A woolly blanket, and underneath the woolly blanket is the Honda CR93 mm-hmm. from 1962, driven drive, in a much restored state mm. by a local, yeah, yeah, yeah. a local owner. This one has to be started with uh, with a pit starter, so you engage the you engage the gears and then you spin the back wheel, and right. then you, and this sounds like Krakatoa. It is the loudest motorbike that I have ever heard. We started it in the back lane, and people came out of their offices to see what was going wrong. So, apart from having Gary Bennett in a race pose and this raked to one side, Mm. we also have to design the display so that we can take it off display, take Gary off it, take it outside and start it. And the way that we've decided to do this is that the the raking mount that keeps the bike raked can be righted Mm -hmm. and then the entire plinth on which it's sitting Wheel comes it. out and comes out of the gallery we start the bike and then we put it back in again when we finished and we put Gary back on wow you have the coolest challenges yeah and then uh, the, this is after just talking about the um, the, the costume the sequin costume yeah and how you're just oh I'm just going to make it I'm just going to teach myself how to do floating costume mounts in the Fashion. next five days yeah. Just full of people who are doing very diligent work. It's so quite busy today. Yeah, it's busy. Yeah. It's Look at those people using oh, oh my god. Oh, I love those weights. Yes, yes. Those weights. they're very good weights. Sneak, sneak, sneak. 
this is the archivist's office. Um, oh. The librarian sits here, and we have two library assistants. Oh, wow. There, and they are always very busy with researchers. Yeah, I bet they are. So, yeah, it's very busy. Aussie. So now, this door enters into that stack. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So the floors from level two up to level five, the floors are grills. Yeah. You can call it. I very nearly said see-through, but it's just, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's a grill. Yeah. So metal grill flooring. So you wow. can see all the way down to level two up to level five. Wow. And I think the intention was so that there would be airflow. So they were, I they were thinking that. about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. were trying to make it. Yeah. Also, suppose there's, you know, if there were pest beasties crawling anywhere, that would make it that more difficult for them, maybe, possibly. Yeah. I know I, I do have trouble oh, yeah. where to put my pest trap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bet you do. There's no corners. <laughs> so. Also, there's something distinctly sort of video game vibey about sort of the the fact that you can see multiple levels above and below. Yeah, there's something cinematic about it. It's weird. Mm. There, it's a very strange sensation yeah. when you first come in, isn't it? And, well, when the lights are on, you can see up. The negative about it is that all the dust and stuff falls oh, down. Oh, yeah. You drop your pencil. Oh, yeah. It's going to go all the way. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, it's going to go far. You can't um, wear your stilettos in here. And no. potentially fall onto the top of another thing or something. Yeah, I'm sure there's lots of things on top of these shelves. Very difficult to clean. Yes, that um, I can see. We do you have a modified chair. Oh, that's, that's adorable. Really so yeah, what they've done the is they've put extra little slats. Like yeah. yeah, underneath the chair so the they don't chair. have... This will have two big shoes. And cushion, because sometimes the archivists have to kneel down to get to Oh, box. of course. That makes yeah. sense, and the special cushions so for the floor. Oh. They make it work. I actually love it. That's sort of great. Too. I mean, yeah, it's I love it because awkward I in different ways, but this is... But I love the, the practical workarounds is yeah, what yeah. makes this. <laughs> yes. It's so, amazing. Yeah, over the years, they've kind of, yeah, had made, made it work. Amazing. So this is a lot of the maps and plans storage mm-hmm. on this level so over the years they have different levels of storage so most of them have been put into archival boxes yeah it's nice like it's long, so satisfying the long boxes that post in yeah oh and you've got nice plan chests so oh, uh, I love a plan chest these because I'm still not There's some conservation ASMR for you, just mm. the noise of a plant mm. chest being oh, actually, pulled out. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. um, I'm sure these are. These are, I think, estates, Ramsey estates, so land and development plans. So beautiful. And a lot of them have been. Yeah, they're Melinex in Melinex. Yeah. yeah mm. all, a lot of them in Melinex by. The archivist and the previous conservatives. So, um, and <laughs> the sound, yes, is really yeah, visual of walking along the, the grills. Railway 
plans and you know track plans. Ah, conser- conservation of corners. Oh yeah. This has been conserved not yet by some previous yeah. conservator. So they have had quite a lot of attention. Mm, yeah, which it's is so beautiful to see. Nice. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. So nice. These are ordnance survey maps. Oh, land. These they call them strat- oh, So to move the air. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which is a okay. great idea. But it does mean, of course, the dust and stuff does move around a fair bit. Yeah. Then, so, so if blown. if it started shedding things, then that would be a problem. Yeah. yeah. What's on the floor Great. below us? That's the library collection. So printed material. Ah. Mm-hmm. That's mostly boxed. So found printed material mostly. So that's library, the rest of the levels is all archived, so manuscripts, mm-hmm. handwritten manuscripts, and all of the maps, plans, ledgers, account books. It's mostly business archives. Um, let's let's go to the top yep. floor and just have a look at yeah. some ledgers and big volumes. Of my brain is trying to understand where our feet are going. I know <laughs> it's really disconcerting. Thank you. And, all, and as well, these are all um, fitted out with inogen gas. Ah, that makes sense. We don't have to worry about fire. That is good. Okay, so it's extinguishing system. So how uh, evacuate hazardous area immediately? It's, I'm is guessing it's, it's oxygen. So yes. It's, yeah, it's it starves the fire. Yeah. The fire. yeah. This is the top floor, and we can see the roof up there. Yes. That's, yeah. yeah, the roof scares me, because it's, <laughs> it's a flat roof, and they put a peak on it afterwards. Yeah. So it's like an open peat. It's like an open attic. Great. Weird. So pigeons like it. Yeah, I bet right, they do. Of course. And also we get cluster flies. It's not too bad at the moment. So this is the top Oh, that's disconcerting. That's disconcerting. That is disconcerting. I'm going to look up. <laughs> I'm not going to look at that. For that's cool. For this benefit, you can see all the way, because all of the floors are grills, you can see all the way down to yeah. the ground floor, which is where the lights are on. <laughs> it's, it's, this is yet. not a place for people with vertigo. No. Uh, actually. No. So. But I somehow, I have vertigo, but I somehow can't stop looking. <laughs> I do as well. But normally, I get no like. But I also sort of wonder if it's just a thing of like conservators are usually quite mindful of where they put their feet because they sort of need uh-huh. to plan their route and sort of mm-hmm. make sure they don't step on things. So I think naturally we probably do look down quite, quite a lot, lot on yeah, the floor, yeah, and yeah. also we look for signs of pest trap or like pest activity yeah, and stuff. Yeah. I think we would naturally do spend a lot of time looking down. Actually, That's let's true. Go down the next one. Okay. Ooh, okay. Anyway, you can see some of the volumes. Oh yeah. yeah. They're really big and really heavy. And mm. But also really beautiful. <laughs> yeah, they're lovely. And these ones accessed much by the public? I don't think they are. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all Oh my God, the size this, of that. <laughs> this is my favourite. That's not a book. <laughs> one book. <laughs> which is about deep. It is. Why has anyone done that? I know it's like, no, let's not bother making volume two. Let's just fill it up this one. That's immense. I think my favourite one so far is called something it's something called Thermo Sky Ships. That sounds like the most steampunk the most steampunk records I've ever seen. This is very heavy. Another slight bit of this 
There's nowhere to put your box. Yeah, I was just. Uh, there is that. What's on the table? There's a little ledge over here. I, I was just thinking that this ledge looks like it's for opening a box. Oh, yes. But, yeah. I mean, it's a solution. I like it. Yeah, another is because it flips up. Yeah, I figured it was like one of those Down. where you can. Who are you, Thermal Skyships? Huh? Is it actually Skyships? What? Oh, it's blimps! I think it is. Um... Thermal Skyships, they're blimps! This is, again, the most steampunk thing I could think of, except it's not. Why do you always see these signs in, in I don't know. I, don't know I do this all I... the time, apparently. <laughs> all the time. It's like my eyes just need to find the most random thing they can. So it's... I just see ecclesiastical yeah, that... probate. <laughs> So yeah, it's a company that builds skyships. This is amazing. So I think there were some kind of manufacturers based on the Isle of Man through the years that kind of make really really random stuff. This is amazing. Centric ring beams, cables and fabric. Oh, look! We got like diagrams, possibly of how they were built. Loving it. Most maybe oh, fa- very nice fabrication packed, specifications. Look at yeah. them; they look a mad. design study and technical appraisal. That looks like a spaceship. It does look like a spaceship. I am also doing like a, a, a survey of the collections, like a, a sample survey. Oh yeah. Um, so I have to check on the condition of things. Condition, and stuff? yeah. I've started on level one because that had a. A mold issue previously, mm. so to kind of sort see of, where the mold yeah. is at, yeah. Condition, but also just to familiarise myself with the collection. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I've been here quite a while, but I still feel very new. <laughs> and I, you know, things like this. Well, there has been no a pandemic, so it, I feel yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, let's take. Yeah, I feel like the base. Yeah, like. Oh. Back outside. My brain also did the thing of you're gonna fall. What is this? And then, and then, I, like I had it, I had an internal strong word with myself. I was like, that is nonsense. This is perfectly good. Think of the excellent load bearing of all of this stuff. Yeah. And chill out. And then my brain went, okay, I guess I got quiet then. Yes. Good. <laughs> Top marks on the museum shop, have to say. Wouldn't you say? It's a good shop. Yeah, really good shop. Excellent collection. There's things like blankets and cushions and but local um, stuff. Yeah, locally made, not yeah. just something with a local logo on it. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, but also like the, the sort of things that are local stuff that's linked to like the, the crafts of the area and the history of the area. It's a really nice really shop. interesting. Well yeah, yeah, yeah. Top marks. Brilliant. <laughs> Here is the old museum offices when the old hospital oh. offices, because the museum was a hospital. Oh. So a nice tentative that came in here. And um, we can't use this area here at all because there are no fire escapes and no fire escapes possible. And this is where the textile store is, just here. This is a ah. flat roof building extension built in 1970-something. Anyway, this is the whole mm-hmm. room here. Yeah. What you have to understand is these are cubby handles. Yes. So like I do in museum stores, don't they? Oh, that's we not creepy at all. Hanging store. I know. Oh, we have hanging storage. It does smell. Yeah. Right. They used to be in the textile store mm-hmm. in some plywood cabinets. Oh. Oh, no. I opened a plywood cabinet. Oh, no. I touched an item like that, and the entire rack fell on me. Oh. <gasps> 
and I was covered with about 20 sets of motorcycle leathers. It was very heavy. Oh, my God. And I, so I this said, is why right, this is now a steel thing. Sorry, that's enough. I'm not mm. having, I'm taking these out. I'm not going to be repairing this. Um, but this was the only room we could occupy. The bizarre thing about this room is that without any mechanical means, it stays exactly at 50 all the time. Nice. <laughs> Sweet. So, See, yeah. sometimes I just, I really like the old, I feel like, old stores because they I feel do like stay just, quite stable. I feel like you've won. <laughs> like, you've won room lottery. So Nicola Toombs has been, we've made these Tyvek covers with volunteers. From, yeah, they from look great. Yeah. And she's gradually working through these. Uh, we've decided to just rock up to Castletown for dinner uh, and go to Peel tomorrow morning. It seems to be some sort of uh, communal walk between all the parishes or something mm-hmm. tomorrow. So we may face some road closures that we weren't prepared for. Yeah. But uh, our lovely lady in the library slash reading room uh, warned us that that might be an issue because mm-hmm. they passed by our yurt village. So <laughs> that may cause some headaches, but only small ones. Yeah, I think it's fine as long as we wait for them to go past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we'll just we'll just skip off to peel whenever. But yes, for now we're just going to wander around. Mm-hmm. It's a Friday night. There's no parking spaces. I feel like we I can't see any people, but we're in one of the only parking spaces. Yeah. I think everyone's indoors because if you can hear this, it it's raining. raining. Uh, and this is whilst all of the WhatsApps and stuff from the mainland are going off about how hot it is and how we can't <laughs> yeah. cope. And, and here's nice and cool. <laughs> it's really cool here and it's raining and I think I prefer it, to be yeah, honest. I think we're actually winning this. Yeah. Our delicious lunch oh, that we were treated to. So good. Very delicious. Seems like a very long time ago now. Yes. Yeah. So, off we go. Mm. So, Castleton's nice, isn't it? It is nice. Yeah, just had a nice meal. Nice, nice pub, pub grub. <laughs> oh, and it we're, was good pub grub. It was just good pub grub, you're right. The waffle nearly did me in. So, where are we now? so we're in the little harbour area. Yeah. I'm parked on the other, other side of the harbour. Oh, we can see a lighthouse in the distance. It's very, very picturesque. We have four swans. The castle is cool. We went around the gardens a little bit, didn't we? They were very nice. They were really nice, yeah. We nearly stopped by a pub. We did go into the pub called we... The Glue Pot, which is amazing for <laughs> conservators. But they didn't do food, so we had to move on. Yeah, we did try, though. Yeah. We did try. The North Coal Museum, that, that's over there. That's that's over that's there. close. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a Friday night. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's another beautiful morning. Beautiful day in paradise. Isn't it? Today we're going to Craigniche Village. Craigniche? Yes. Yeah, so it's like an outdoor museum. We're expecting people sort of dressed up, I think, and... Yeah, they're life sort of museums, so yeah. a bit like St. Fagans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, reenacted territory. Yeah. I'm very excited because I love that stuff, so... Oh my God, me too. I'm very psyched. Yeah, and then we're going to Peel. Yeah, and we're going to have meet, a castle. Yeah, they have a castle and fish and chips. Yes, and we're going to meet with Emma again from yesterday. Apparently, Peel is known for its fish and chips. So, so we've made it here. Oh, it's windy. Yeah, uh, windy. Ticket office. Off we go to the ticket office. Yes. I hope I have cash. The ticket office is next to the gift shop. I realise this sense. is extremely common, and I love it. Okay, let's go. <laughs> 
in the old days, you didn't work any hours. Time didn't count as much then. It was the work that counted. You had to do it to keep going. And if you could, you kept a cow or two, and a pig, and a few hens. And maybe had a bit of ground to grow a bit of corn and a few potatoes. We're in Craignish village. Go to the mountain for fuel and a roof over your head. And if you could do this, well, the most you're watching a film. He seems to cover multiple periods. So far, adorable, and they sell yarn from the flock they keep here. So we're pro- oh St Peter's Church. So we're most of the way around the village now. Yeah. We're just going to nip back to um, a lovely time. get some yarn yes. from the sheep that are outside the shop that sells the yarn. We're not robbing them directly. We're paying the shopkeeper <laughs> money for them. And then we can go outside and wave the ball of wool at them and say, Thank you! <laughs> Which I feel like you will do. I will do that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we've just walked, we've gone into St. Peter's Church um, and now we're walking down the road uh, in amongst the wonderful landscape and we've just seen a carved standing stone standing stone cross yeah and we're wondering is this one of the 210 yeah is this one of chris's ones (laughs) (laughs) 210 in that on the island um that that he's in charge of uh oh was it oh we didn't go in here so this is the joinery workshop what's it say in our little uh Oh, Joiners and Smithy Workshop, yes. God, yeah, tools. Oh, the tools are good. Hi, tools. The tools are good. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, very nice. I feel like, yeah, this, this is possibly one more for Chris and me versus uh, Chloe and Emma, who will be like, this is a bit dirty. And I'm like, hey, yeah! I'm, I'm still, I'm still objects. Yes, I'm still, you, you know, I know, but Much yeah, it's <laughs> I wouldn't say that. And what's this one? Is this what we saw? Oh, no, this is the smithy. This oh. one's the smithy. Okay, so... Oh, wow! So that's where the forge was. Yeah, yeah that's the, the giant bellows. The bellows. Nice. I love that there's an emergency eye wash, eye wash station. <laughs> maybe this used to be used for, like, uh, demonstrations, maybe. Or maybe it still is on open days yeah, and things. Um, brilliant. Yeah. Look at that. I love old work tables. Oh, they no. they oh, blow my they're, mind. They're, like, pitted from use. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like an extension of the person using them. I love it. Oh. Ooh. Uh, so we just had a very nice... Sorry about the noise. Just had a very, very nice Again, fish I'm and so chips. <laughs> ah. I'm not sorry. Ha. Ha. She's, <clears throat> she's making you listen to this. <laughs> we just had a very nice fish and chips, didn't yes. we? Yes, we did. Sitting on the seafront in Peel. Oh, so beautiful. You. We're going to have ice cream later. We're going to walk around the castle now. Well, we're going to attempt it anyway. It's a very impressive looking castle ruin. We're going to have a look. What are the black things? Oh, they're Viking longboats. And they, every year they have a competition. So you have a team. Anyone can do it. You just get a team together. Yeah, but it's a, a, a day out in Peel. Viking, Viking longboat racing. Love it. I see the appeal in sailing, to be honest. But I like that other people do. Yeah. And heritage sailing has an air to it that I think I could get on board yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. On board with. Oh. Shall we yes. walk the walls? Yeah. Or or what what whatever the the phrase is. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, and that these walls are very thick. Sometimes seals hang out here as well. Seals, I see one! Do you? Do, you? Do I? Oh, yeah, there he is! Oh, <laughs> oh no! I'm really interested in these pink stones that are sort of around these sort of window slits or something in this wall. Sandstone. Uh, yeah, yeah. There is peel sandstone. Is there? Because oh, they're just like they're literally just around the little windows. It's not yeah, used yeah. anywhere else, presumably because it's quite soft. A lot of the houses peel sandstone. Oh, nice. It's not very good because it it kind of disintegrates. Yeah. Very yeah. Easily. I was going to yeah. say you can see how it's pitting so, and yeah. you know. I don't know why they've made the. Yeah, it's is it maybe maybe just decorative maybe? Yeah, it could be a repair. Of course, because there are some up there as well. That oh are not yeah, around the windows. like little patches maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's more up here. Oh, look at how it's weathering away as well. That's fascinating. It's astonishing. And it, yeah, it's, um, they've probably been doing it for decades. Yeah. And it's just, it's completely built up with shells. I think it's sand underneath. Yeah. But I'm not sure. It, lo- it looks pebbles. like it near the, near the uh, yeah. sea. It's astonishing. I've never seen anything like this. I wonder how far down you need to dig before you get the sand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so much. It's so much. Yeah. It's amazing. Okay, we're at House of Mananan. And Just nipping in because it's far. Oh, the, the cafe looks nice. Oh, they're, they're closing in like 10 minutes. So and this is a like... Wedding. Yes, and there's a wedding as well. So we're just being super quick. Very, very quick. Hello. Ah, Traders of the Lost Arts. That's why we're here, which is a free temporary exhibition. Open until the 25th of September, if anyone's interested. <laughs> Ooh, I like the colourful walls. Yeah. Oh, it's cool, that isn't it? As we oh, old-time workbench, yes. And tools on the walls, which I love. Relating to saddle making, I think. Yeah, saddlery. And there's a saddle suspended. A quote from someone, Many men tried to make a cart, not many made them. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, what a subtle burn from the past. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I really like the way that everything's set up. You know how in um, really organised people's workshops they have everything yes. attached to the wall. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. that. It's like for that. Tools of different ages yeah. for different functions. It's very really pleasing. specific tools as well. My final thoughts of the day. <laughs> Especially that I'm quite sleepy. Mm. And they're doing experimental cooking over fire is exciting <laughs> slow mm-hmm. also we had a lovely time in peel the ice cream was phenomenal such good ice cream yeah if you ever come to Alaman, go there for ice cream yeah davison's ice cream parlor mm-hmm. super good i bought so two good. dress patterns you did yeah 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 from the from the charity shop i bought so many postcards and a book about ghost stories <laughs> you did yeah and i bought some manx yarn yeah. Which I think I've already mentioned. Yeah? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it was a good day. And tomorrow we have to check out and leave this little paradise. Yeah. 
but that's okay because we're going to head to the north side of the island mm. and we're going to go to the Laxey Wheel. Mm-hmm. We need to get the ferry. So it's it's like at 7.30. Eight. It's 8.15. Yeah, we've got to be yeah. there at 7.30. Yeah. So naturally we are going to be there at 6.30. Because we're anxious people. Because we're anxious people. It's lovely. Could do with a good sleep now. Oh, definitely a good sleep. Yeah. Oh man, we've just packed up, just pushed all of our luggage uphill in a wheelbarrow. So I'm like, nah. Uh, sorry. I did not help. <laughs> you did offer to, and I was like, no, I do it. I strong woman. So, you know, it's my own fault. Um, <laughs> so we just left the yurt. Um, we said goodbye to our I know. home of three days. It's really nice. Uh, I would really recommend this place. Uh, we are not sponsored, we pay this guy. <laughs> Um, but that, this is a genuinely really lovely place to stay. And yeah, it's yeah, it's a bit sad not coming back here, actually. It's, yeah. It's a really nice, tranquil place. But we're off on an adventure today, on our last we day. Uh, incidentally, we're meeting up with one of your friends who happens yeah. to be on the island. Yeah, yeah, doing a bit of archaeology here and there. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. As in professionally, but um, yeah, he's not, not just, allowed to tell us what it is. Not just randomly digging up something. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then we'll continue our journey i know that you have a planned day for us oh yeah i itinerary with times an hour allotted for each activity (laughs) the perfect relaxing holiday but no no i mean as as, delightful as someone who has to plan everything for every holiday i'm so grateful that i haven't had to do that right now i feel so looked after in a really weird way Because normally I'm the one who has to plan and book everything and really yeah, make sure that yeah, we yeah. stay on track yeah. and all that. And it's exhausting. So thank you so much for doing that. Well, yeah. we better go because yeah. we've got 17 minutes before it's our allotted destination. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We are in Laxey. We are meeting a friend of Chloe's here so we're sort of waiting for them to arrive on the tram because it's a tram but we are now walking along the tram tracks yes which is fun and uh, only mildly dangerous disconcerting it's not that bad danger do not stand here oh god oh good <laughs> let's go up to it I want to take a picture of it it's pretty yeah it's a cool looking tram and the sun is shining it's such it's a beautiful day warm. it's a bit blustery which is just pretty oh and this is the ticket office and there's Davis's oh, ice cream which we know is amazing yeah. the booking office is very pretty tram junction memorabilia so we did see the Maxi wheel where we're parked we're parked facing it so yes uh, parked it, facing it it's covered in scaffolding it, it is it is very much covered in scaffolding but you can still see the big red wheel so you can still see it on a like normally I can see how we would be incredibly prominent in the landscape yeah it's a big red wheel in amongst green trees it's Incredibly yeah, it's, eye-catching. It's huge, huge, huge. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be that big. Absolutely madness. Which is ridiculous because it's famous for it being the largest working waterfall. It's currently not working because of some underground breakage. Yeah. That Chris told us about on Friday. Which is difficult to repair, to say the least. Because it's yeah. underground. Do I hear a tram coming? <gasps> that might be the sound of that. sounds gently alarming it's a gentle alarm is what she means yeah that's what i mean it is a working tram look at it here it comes oh look at it coming in oh adorbs 
So they are the historic trams then, the actual historic trams. I love it. We're at the wheel. We are at the wheel. <laughs> there is. I have regret to talk to you It's a long walk up because it's on the top of a hill. I, well, there's a, there, you can drive to it. We didn't because we're active and, and uh, something. Um, <laughs> and next to, suitably next to the Davison's uh, luxury ice cream sign, there is a conservation in action sign. The conservation work's currently underway here at Laxey Wheel. Are both unique and major. So dramatic. These, were, uh, these works offer a rare opportunity to study the engineering ingenuity of the wheel's Victorian creators and to care for one of the Isle of Man's most treasured monuments. Highest visitor numbers. The largest working water wheel in the world. What's involved? Do I read the whole sign? No, don't read the whole sign. <laughs> We're showing them a picture. It's okay. Okay. It's okay. There's more than one face to it. Oh, look. Oh, I love conservation outreach. It's the best. Yeah, so we're at the wheel. This is like 90% scaffolding. Yeah. And, and covered scaffolding at that. So it's, yeah. it's a little difficult to appreciate the scale of it. It's got and a little window, though, so it can look out. Yeah. Oh, that's an adorable <laughs> way of looking at it. Yeah, like you can see a bit of the wheel on top there. To be fair, this is mostly covering the building that surrounds the wheel. You yeah. can see a large chunk of the wheel. It's just that... For people who have not seen this in pictures, it is a big wheel inside a big building. Yeah. But th- but it sticks out. So you sort of, you cannot see the building at all, but you can see a bit of the wheel. Yeah. And apparently we can go up there somewhere and look at something, because we can. Yeah, a bit of the mining. Nice. Bits. Okay, so good. So let's go up there. Yeah. yeah. It costs about a fiver to get in, by the way, uh, unless you have National Trust membership yeah. or yeah. similar. Uh, just as an FYI, if you want to come. Yeah, and there's driving access or a little path. There is. Which is a little walk from the village. Yes. Please take care as you follow the trail. There are uneven surfaces, Ooh. steps and steep parts. Oh my Please God. Please follow the safe, safety advice. This goes on for ages. We're here. Yeah, we're well, not going to have time to do the trail. No, that's not going to happen. But that's amazing. Yeah, very cool. Oh. The miners had to buy their own equipment and explosives. Oh, rude. <laughs> hmm. Do you want to see how far we can be bothered to go? Yeah. You're, you're in charge of our timekeeping. Oh, shit. Okay, that's fine. Good. Nice. Slightly intimidated. There's a booth with a woman in it. (laughs) (laughs) The social anxiety is already real. We reached another point where we've followed the viaduct. Yeah. uh, And now we're at a sort of a mining section. Yeah. Oh, there are hard hats. We We need a hard hat to go in. So we might go into some mining shafts or something now. I'm very curious. <laughs> okay, so we're going into this mine now. Yeah. Chloe's taking a lot of photos. Yeah. It's going to get real echoey when our friends join us, so... Okay, so we've got probably replica mine props here. Oh my god, I'm so glad I'm not tall. Ooh, how are you doing, Ben? Think, it's quite low, isn't it? think short thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's very cramped in here. It is a bit cramped. Oh, okay. Right, it gets a little bit better here. So it's the original surfaces, essentially. We've got replica mine props. Oh, wow. I assume replica channels for things. I'm not sure what that cha- is a channel for. Oh, wow. So we're looking up about halfway down the uh, corridor, corridor um, shaft. There are Not a lot shaft. of beams above us. And there's a lot of, of um, props. Things. Things. <laughs> uh, yeah, and like 
the thickness of tree trunks. I suppose. If we move along a little bit, Let's everyone else can it, see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's be considerate. Oh wow, it's really wet in here. It gets it's, real wet fast. It does. Yeah, yeah. And now I know what the wheel, water wheel is for. <laughs> it is so. Oh my god, it's a little bit claustrophobic. I'm trying. It's to muddy it. and wet, and there's water dripping down oh. walls and from above. And there's. Plastic safety. Oh my god, it does get properly drippy. It's also drippy. Then, oh, oh, cool, right. So at the end of the. Uh, oh, this is this a shaft upwards? It's a shaft upwards, nice. upwards, yeah, and a little grill uh, to let water in. And. Yeah. Friend Ben oh. is now crouched down. How are you doing there? Water hit my head. <laughs> fair. That's entirely fair. We can't get any further than this, it is blocked off. But I'm really grateful that we can't get any further than this because it, it looks really fucking terrifying. It, it, it sort of becomes half the width again yeah. of what we're already in. So it does get real narrow, real it fast. It seems to be curving downwards. Oh, good. And the walls are... I'm uh, so rained on. Constructed <laughs> I don't like it anymore. I'm really scared. Very exciting. Oh, you know nothing's going to happen to you, right? No, I know. <laughs> You're just going to get wet. That's all it is. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, I'm really glad I can go in here. It's cool. Yeah. Also, it's very literally cool because, of course, it is. It's cold. Yeah. It's cold. Because <laughs> it's subterranean. <laughs> we are arrived. Yes. Where are we now, Chloe? We are in Grove Museum. Well, the mm. car park. Yeah. Um, outside uh, Ramsey. Out, just outside Ramsey. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it's referred to as, but it's like the the estate and grounds of Grove House. Cool. Um, Oh, ticket office at the Heritage Shop. That's what we want. Nice, yes. Um, we're here for afternoon tea. We're right? here for an elegant afternoon tea, if oh. they're open. I hope they are. Well, I haven't let's looked, find actually. Out. When there are toilets. Um, and then I would like to go around the house because it's one of these, like, set Museum of Victorian Life. This yeah, does sound like mu- something that is right up your street. Oh, my God. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah, lovely. I'm, I'm super excited. Onwards. Yeah, let's go and see. Okay, immense disappointment. The tea rooms are not open. Uh, so we just have to do lunch somewhere else yeah. and, and do that another time. Ooh, we can't be elegant with an afternoon tea. We can't be. However, we are still going to have an excellent nosy round, and there are so many ducks. Yeah, that does mean that we have longer for the nosy around. Ducks. Because we're going to eat afterwards. Yes. There's so many ducks. Way in. Okay. So... So it's it's the sort of traditional picturesque English gentry landscape. Yeah. The, the proper names of which I don't know uh, because it was ages since I learned them. Um, <laughs> but it's what you'd imagine if you saw like a rich person's deer park and country grounds. That yeah. Kind of thing. That is the sort of thing. Um, and then we've got a sort of oh well maintained gardens. Yeah. Um, uh, some really well-established old trees and the front of the house. Very nice. Very nice. Oh, yeah. shall we go inside? Let's go inside. Mm. Yeah. Of course. Downstairs we've got the... This is the dining room. And the wallpaper in here, by the way, is original. No. It's oh. 140, 150 years old. It's looking Tender good. loving care. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's looking very good. The floorboards are, are made from timber that he used to put in the floorboards of ships. 
So, oh, that is um, amazing. Um, so, so, oh, that is so cool. Quite, quite, quite sort of, you know, it's nice to walk on. Mm. You've got the parlour here. Now, this is where they would bring friends in to the house and to sit down and listen and play music and car games and that sort of thing. We're just yeah, staying ahead of the tour group. Oh, thank okay. you. He is so nice. I know. So, like, genuinely. The sweetest. Yeah, he's very to make sure we oh very yes. very knowledgeable about the yeah, house. Yeah, knowledgeable and wanting to us really to, wanting us to really understand. Yeah, the who story. they were. Yeah. Okay, let's should we run we'll, upstairs? Yeah, we'll try to get upstairs. Uh, oh, children's room. Okay, we've got children's room. So it looks like the um, oh, that's directly in front of the window. Yeah. Um, the children's room. Well, it looks like there's been some recent. Refurbishment of the windows. That is a horrifying doll. Oh, Jesus. So haunted. Yeah, definitely haunted. I mean, they're not good dolls in general. I mean, no, they're fine. They're haunting. They're great dolls. Yeah, they're they're great dolls. I love love the little cat. The cat doll is excellent. Uh, Yeah, sorry. So what we're describing is a a display case of toys um, in the children's room. This is a mildly distressing thing because it's like one little room that's just this oh, is that's a cupboard funny. and this is a game on a table and somehow all of this is very horror filmy somehow. This is like Welcome to the tiny room. I don't like it. I don't like the tiny room. Okay, so we're going up some additional stairs and we're on a different landing. So we've got a room, the, the main, main bedroom. Oh it's super cozy, I love it. Oh I'm, I I love <laughs> Do you enjoy the fake fire? I enjoy the fake fire very yeah, much. It's, it's red fire lights and I'm so happy. <laughs> this room, they've been very good about the light exclusion. There are yeah. blinds down so that it doesn't uh, fade the textiles. Very happy about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we've got the you know standard bed set up. Big bed, post bed. This room was the master bedroom and occupied by each head of the family in turn until they died. Wow, so this is probably then the original furniture for the room. Yeah. For the, the building, that's so cool. Uh, next room we're in... Ooh, the sewing room. What? It's so you. <laughs> so. Uh, I'm having some nightmares about that lace work. Oh, boy. There's quite a lot of shattering going on in that lace Yes, work. that's, that's yeah. a lot of very, very sad lace. Let's go into this gallery space oh, here. textiles in here. Very sweet dolls clothing. Yeah. Oh wow is that a hair bracelet? Oh god it's very Victorian. Oh yeah this is a hair bracelet alright. Victorian jewellery. So this is all the Gibbs family jewellery. Amazing. Oh and then turning around we've got dress. Oh wow. <gasps> Costume. Uh, I quite like the cases that they're sort of I do. irregular shapes yeah, and stuff. The cases are really nice. The lighting is nice. Yeah. I would need I would want to check the light levels, but that's not my job. Um, <laughs> it's because we like this. It's because we like this. Go in here. Ah, so we're back in the servants' quarters. Yes, this is um, um, the story of a life in service. It's a lovely, quite plain room, uh, which I like. I like it. A magnificent big window with a great view of the ground. Uh, a little fireplace. In the servants' bedroom, it is the smallest in the house. We know only fragments of the stories of the servants. Big surprise. Yeah. One of them, Sarah Callister, left her mark when she scratched her name into the glass oh. window pane of this room. 
Why she chose to scratch the, sa- the sailing ship is more of a mystery. Oh. The same design was found scratched into a beam of the horse walk behind the barn. <gasps> Where is it? Oh, it's not the original glass, no. but I imagine it's conserved somewhere. Yeah, that's amazing, though. Oh. I bet she fancied someone who sailed off. I bet. That's why. Yeah. Suddenly love story. Yep. That's what we decided. Cool. I'm very aware that people are filtering in, so I'm going to go down the stairs, which points to gardens and outbuildings. So this is like a sort of cop shed, or like a yeah. Uh, um, well, it would be well the, the coach house. Yeah, the coach house. And what is this? It's a big, terrifying box made by an ironmonger. But it's, I could probably fit inside that. Yeah, but only just. It's. It's a large box. I I'm can't see anything. Very unclear on what it is. Yeah, it's a bit disconcerting. Oh wait, no, it's here. Uh, shower. Oh. The shower would be operated by a servant no. who pumps the handle to, to recycle the water. That is literally amazing. What? It's an old timey shower. The tall wooden cupboard is an ingenious Victorian shower for use where piped water was not available. The container on top was filled with cans. Was filled with water from cans warmed in the kitchen. It passed through a perforated screen to deluge the bather. Amazing. The stationed at the handle would pump vigorously to recycle the water. Afterwards, the water, used water was carried away by hand. Of course it was. Wow. Okay, so we're in the yard now. Yeah, we're in the yard. So we're surrounded by various outbuildings. Uh, there are big interpretation signs over there about the family and the gardens. I'm slightly more interested in the buildings at the moment. Yeah, I am. Oh, yeah. Do you like the gardens? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, we'll absolutely go to the gardens. Oh, yes, yeah, so we went in that way, so this is sort of yeah. the exit. Ah. So this is the stable that we can a- yes. access. Oh, classic. <laughs> uh, they've got Timex labels, but some of them have been labelled in... I know it's probably not Tipex, but it looks like Tipex. <laughs> oh, yeah, classic. <laughs> Gotta love all the labelling. I know you're not mega fast by gardens. I mean, I, I like, like a garden. A garden is a fine walk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we've got another thing to go into. Oh, I thought this might all be locked, so that's nice. Oh, but there's loads of little outbuildings and a little. Cobble. Yeah, so many. Um, uh, oh, and more bee beehives. More beehives. So this is a. Uh, Sort of separately fenced off area. Yeah. And it says, please close the gate. So, so we have to imagine that we are in big crinolines, <laughs> or depending on what you feel like, waistcoat and jacket and hat or whatever. I would like the waistcoat and jacket. Yeah. Thank we- you. Shall we join arms? Okay, fine. There we go. Here we are. And you're escorting me. Oh, wait, this is the wrong way around. For, oh, the, oh, yes. The that's that. That's oh, right. and you're escorting me about because. Um, it's a lovely garden. Yeah, and. These are the grounds, my lady. rolls in the Victorian era. Yes, yes. Oh, no. Wait, I'm in a huge crinoline. I can't go too oh, fast. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, we're slow. Okay. Slow down. Okay, it's so women under control by dressing up like sofas. <laughs> sofas. Uh, sofas and parasols. That's, that's the yeah. world. There are many lovely flowers here in like nice little flower beds. Yes, really lovely. Apparently they've done a lot of work uh, restoring this to sort of what the gardens would have looked like back in the day. Yeah. It's a work in progress, but it's very beautiful. 
Yeah, there isn't any indication of whether these flower beds were in the original places. No. I've never done like the conservation of the heritage garden or anything like that, so I, I don't. Know. Well, it depends on if they have gardeners' plans. This is where I would come to read my letter from the. Oh, oh! Read my letter in secret from my bow from the ship, and that's oh, why yeah, I have the ship symbol or whatever. Perfect. Yeah, I'd hide here pretending I was picking. <laughs> dock leaves or whatever and weep gently into the letter that told yes. me that I looked before you have terrible to, Victorian thing happened to before you have to burn it so that <laughs> it's a secret forever <laughs> yeah exactly so that we don't know now exactly ooh let's go down that way ooh yeah okay so so we found afternoon tea and it's in Bride which is towards the north yeah yeah, yeah, of the island? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The top end, as yeah. people call it. We would not be deterred by the fact that there's no tea room. No. <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> okay, we finished having our afternoon tea. I'm full of the tastiest coffee. It's a coffee cake. Very nice cake. It's very, very nice. good sponge, yeah. So right now we're going to go to the yes. absolute northernmost point of the island and look at our yeah. light- lighthouse. Is that right? Lighthouse. Yep. Nice. Uh, I'm going to call it the point of Aya or I mean, A-Y- like A Y R E. I don't know how to pronounce it other than that, I'm afraid. I'm sorry. Oh, I like the church. We weren't really allowed to get close to the lighthouse because it seems to be a private property type no, job. Now, now we look very close now to it, but. Close to the lighthouse, but I guess we have to follow this. This is slightly more baffling than I thought it might be. Ooh, foghorn. Ooh, wow. I don't think I've ever. I don't feel like I've ever seen one. No, I assume it's a foghorn. Okay, well this is clear where people are parking, so yeah. that is something. The sea looks really choppy. Oh, it does. I'm not sure I fancy the boat. <laughs> oh, oh, we're going to be at a ferry later. It's going to be great. Um, Ramsey Marine Nature Reserve. Oh. Okay, so nice. I don't know that we're allowed to go onto the beach. I, I'm I have very strong feeling that we're not allowed to wander down there. Perhaps we should go and look at the signs. How about we read the signs thoroughly and figure out where to go from there? Yeah. Cool. I'm interested in this part of the, the, the island because it looks so different from any of the other bits that we've been on. Because there's it truly no does. houses, huge stony beach not really much in the way of visitors there's a few cars and some people wandering about but it's like it's basically so super flat yeah with a couple of buildings here and there as far as the eye can see but it's mostly sand dunes it is very different um and little flat rocks uh, and there's the lighthouse which which seems to be very don't go here standard lighthouse fair we'll figure something out folks we'll get back to you until August. If Arctic turns attack, you are too close. You must move away immediately as you're disturbing the birds and this is an offence. Oh, Jesus Christ, We 
are going to go and have a look at Milne Town House and Gardens, mm. which we considered for tea, uh, afternoon tea, but they were all booked up and they looked like, would you like champagne with that? And, and it did look a little code. bit. Yeah. So, we'll, you know. Um, we'll see if we're allowed in the house. We'll see <laughs> we if we're allowed up. in. <laughs> I'm sure it's not that bad. So, we have arrived at Milne Town Estate. It is very close to closing time, so I don't know if we'll get in or not, but it looks amazing. So it's about 36 minutes. About. It is 36 minutes until closing time. So they may not let us in, but we're going to try it. Yeah. So I feel bad about using any of that conversation in the episode. So it was just a very nice lady telling us that actually the house is only open on certain days, uh, and it's like a tour, so it's... It's not really, you can run around on your own, which is fine. Yeah. And technically we've also missed the window for the garden being open because they closed it, or like the last admittance is four. But we're going to nicely ask if we're allowed to wander around because it's a nice day. Well, so I think that's uh, what you call failing very successfully. Yeah, failing upwards <laughs> or sideways, <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a maybe. Yeah, it's a maybe. So... We're allowed to just go. I don't know what because there's no like. If we're caught and shouted at. If we're caught and shouted at. Yeah. That I guess that's. Because it's closed. It's the admittance thing that closes. Oh look at that! This is actually an extraordinary garden. Just fully putting your head in a bunch of roses. Okay, I will. Oh, that's very uh, roses in my grandmother's garden, sort of thing. I mean, look at that. It's just like the building in the background. So what I'm missing is any sort of historical context, but I feel yes. like that's not the point of the... I feel like it's a nice experience rather than here come and consume some history. Bathhouse, information centre. <laughs> cool. Unsurprisingly. Unsurprisingly. Yeah. But it's nice to know that, that exists. Yeah. This is sort of classic garden to me, where it's like... The laid out stone paths and sometimes gravel paths, the little benches, yeah, structured, um, the insane rose bushes, yeah. really structured, sort of symmetrical gardens around the central point where there is seating. Yeah, I've really come across as someone who doesn't like gardens, and that's not what I mean at all. <laughs> I like a garden, but I don't understand them. This is you know, I, I think I think the problem with being someone who loves wild things is that I'm like, nature is great, isn't it? Why is it so neat in here? Um, what is the point of this? And, you know, yeah. I, I feel like I, I am slightly, slightly suffering from that. But this is lovely. Yeah. Giant thistle, part of the artichoke family. You know what, that makes a lot of sense when you say it, but yeah. I'd never considered it before. I might be completely wrong. There is a fig tree over there. And more little cute seats. How is everything so incredibly beautiful? I'm just fully stepping in here to take a photo. Because it's beautiful. We're just doing a full renegade of the garden. It is a little bit renegade, isn't it? Oh my god, it's the dog in there. It's two dogs. It's two fo- isn't it two foxes? I think it's two foxes, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, we've got a, we've got some industrial uh, infrastructure over here. Oh, yeah. 
Ah, here looks like the access to the upper garden. <laughs> On the stairs up there. Okay, so this garden is far bigger than I thought it would. Thought, thought it would be. And there's this. I'm overwhelmed. We don't have time for this. We've got 20 minutes. Oh, this is amazing. Boating lake. Oh, the ducks are coming to see us. Alert, alert. The ducks are coming to see us. Or head us off. I can't tell. Hi. Me, 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 me. Are you? <laughs> Shall we walk this way? Oh, it's like a bridge over here. Yeah. It is enchanting, that's the word. What I don't know is whether it's enchanting, uh, the, as in the enchanting nature is uh, historic, or whether this has been constructed. Oh, oh, the maze. Not, oh, we're not going in the maze. No, we're not going in the maze. <laughs> but there's an actual maze. Oh, Ilium Doan of the of the cap that we saw oh, at the yes. start of our stay that had its um, silk crepeline overlay. Yes. Huh. Okay, the maze will tell you the story of one of Milltown's most famous men, William Christian, who we read about yes. earlier. So I assume we do the maze and run around? Okay, so there's a little bit more in historic information here. This is insane. Okay, so we should probably keep away from this area then, because that's a yeah. maze that seems very involved. So I think it, Let's go back this way. way. Yeah. If, if we head back this way, then we should be able to meet up with the offshoot that we saw earlier. Uh, I'm lost. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Should we go this? Should we go off that way? Yeah. That feels safe. <laughs> yeah. Oh. This place is so big. It's huge. This is amazing. Guys, if you're ever if you're ever on Isle of Man, you should go here. Yeah. It's really lovely. So is it Wednesdays and Saturdays? It's open with tours of the house, but you can, but you can come the to the garden the days. Yeah, but please don't leave it so late. <laughs> Arrive by four. Yeah, because I'm guessing we'd have a map if we'd arrived on time. But they're so kind to let us in on those little secret places yeah. to have Look. food. There are a lot of curious critters in the undergrowth. There are. I'm liking the big trees. Yeah, they're very beautiful. So some of it's really, really structured and some of it's just trees with... Oh, should we follow that path or should we carry on? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good noise of it. <laughs> what's, what's through? I'm just going to stick my head through the hedge to see if I can... I'll try... Okay, so that's open field with trees, so like open parkland on the other side of this laurel hedge. 
<laughs> well, that was lovely. That was lovely. What an adventure that was. I feel a little bit bad walking on the grass. It's that kind of place. Yes. We sure were. Because we're on the ornamental greenery of the... Yeah. <laughs> and now, it's to Douglas. Yes. For dinner. It's uh, nearly five. We've got, <laughs> well, an hour and a half until there's an hour before check-in closes. Yeah. So we'll so, obviously be there by then. <laughs> <laughs> very anxious people who like planning. Yeah. Right. Amazing. To Douglas. Okay. We've now inhaled some food. Yeah. In a very busy restaurant because nothing was open aside from that and like two other things in town apparently. Um, which is fair. It's a Sunday night. And right now we're waiting to check in at the ferry terminal. Yeah, I got us a bit stressed and I'm sorry about that, Jane. No, it's okay. I understand how it is, you know. If if I'm ever going on a flight with someone, I apologise <laughs> in advance because I am also incredibly <laughs> tense when it comes to that sort of thing. My other half is very happy to be late to things and I am happy to be about three hours early. Yeah, Mood. yeah, and we were... Uh, only 50 minutes early yeah so that was which really is borderline unacceptable borderline unacceptable they've only just actually opened <laughs> the big metal gates to let people actually check in yeah, that's how early we are yeah yeah I know but so early so we are on the Ben McCree nearly home in Heesham we're sitting in a corridor which is why you can hear so many squeaky doors, mm-hmm. but also the gentle clickety-clack of Chloe's <laughs> needles, because she is knitting. I what am. are you knitting? I'm knitting a sock in the round. Mm. It sounds impressive, but that's the only thing I ever knit, because yeah. I don't need a pattern for it. So I just make it up as I go along, and then hope that I can remember what it is I did for the other one. Mm, fair enough. Yeah. But it's a very sleepy crossing this time, isn't it? It is. Most people seem to be snoozing gently. There was a beautiful sunset. Yeah. I know, I'd recommend going at this time of night. Yeah, it's lovely. it's nice. So it's uh, 12.30? No, 11, it's 11.30 now. 11.30 at I was night. hoping that we'd be a bit closer by now, because last time we got in really early, didn't we? What's been your favourite thing about the whole trip? Oh. I really liked hanging out with the with the Manx Heritage guys. Yeah, that was nice. That was Thanks, really guys. nice. That was really really nice. And I really liked just going for a really chill, having a chill day with Emma on the, yeah. on the Saturday. That was really nice as that well. That was very good. Um, yeah, it was, was nice lovely. having a local tour guide, sort of, you know, yeah. like someone who could sort of give us some context for some of the things and talk about what it's like living on on the island in general that was Mm. really nice Um, I enjoyed uh, Grove Museum Mm. a lot yes I thought that was was way up my street Um, I had a surprising amount of fun running around a garden with you today yes yeah 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 Yeah. surprising because you're not wild keen on gardens rather than yeah, yeah, yeah. Surprising because it was really down on gardens when we, <laughs> we sort of went in, or, or when we looked around the garden and uh, it, around Grove Museum, I think it was a bit like, ugh. <laughs> All these tame plants. No, I love plants. It's more of a 
I don't know. It's not your bag. I think it's more something about tidy lawns that really annoys me. And <laughs> I don't know. This is <laughs> maybe there's something there about an underlying dislike of the mm -hmm. orderly life oh. of a suburban world yeah. where everyone mows their lawn on a particular day of the week and oh, uh, yeah. just uses a lot of pesticides to keep weeds oh, down God, and, yeah. <laughs> and just ruining all, all mm -hmm. of the biodiversity of everyone. <laughs> I, I might have some hang-ups. <laughs> oh, I loved Cardinage. Oh yes, of course, that I was really, Cardinage really great. Was excellent. What was your least favourite thing? Least favourite? Yeah. Oh, I'm having to think really hard about that. That's good. Sort of discovering the things weren't open when we hoped they would be. But yeah. that's, that's always disappointing. Yeah. But it's always really hard because you have to trust what people say on websites or mm, yeah. or or if they don't update their Google businesses or whatever, then yeah. it's, it's really hard. Yeah. Yeah, I found the three o'clock closing time of all of the heritage sites quite difficult to manage. Yeah, and also... Because when you're trying to travel from one place yeah, in the yeah. to another, it's like, oh no, we've got to get here by two, otherwise there's no point. Yeah. So I suppose that may have been a source of mm. frustration. Not, not very much, but a little bit. Yeah, that's probably it. My least favourite thing, I think, was the lighting levels on some of the textile items in Grove Museum. Oh, I thought you might say that. Yeah, so it's my, my favourite and my least favourite at the same time. Wow. Yeah. Strong emotions. Yeah. That's fair enough. Mm, I did like it very much. But also... Yeah, fair enough. high levels. fabulous time. It was a fabulous time and there's so much story to tell as well. Yeah, I'd really recommend going. Yeah. That's sort of something for everyone, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. The fact that we saw, you know, Fancy Pants Garden and Heritage House and went down the mine at the same, on, all on the same day. Yeah. And certainly, ran around. Certainly covered a lot of ground. If you're enjoying The C Word and would like to support our work, then please consider becoming one of our patrons. For as little as $1 per month, you can help us keep our episodes online and more of them coming. Patreon helps us meet our regular costs for the show, and also to plan ahead so we know roughly how much of a monthly budget we've got. That's super helpful when you're trying to do something special like buy a better microphone or save up to go to a special event. Your support also helps keep us free of advertisements. In return, our supporters get access to our archive of extended episodes, which you can only access on our Patreon page. Yeah, for that $1 a month, you get a little extra audio enjoyment. We've crunched the numbers, and it's about 10% extra content on a regular basis. Well, that's not bad for less than a cup of coffee, eh? If supporting us sounds like something you'd like to do, then head over to patreon.com slash the C word and join our bunch of absolute champions. Thanks for listening. We're the C word, and you've been listening mostly to Chloe Rumsey and Jenny Mathiason. Join us next season for more amazing content about museums and heritage. 
In the meantime, you can check out our website at theseaword.show, tweet us at theseawoodpodcast, or simply email us on theseawoodpodcast at gmail.com. The intro and outro music is Spring by Didi Music, used under a Creative Commons attribution license. Additional music and sound effects by Callum Robertson. This has been a Wooden Dice production. The, the problem with having oh wow look at that carpet I know the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> right, prepare to step into 1975 I'm, I'm we're here